Oh no, the Canadians are coming. Chris, John and Irish Ashley combine to make the ultimate team better than any wet dream. Welcome to the Untitled Twitch stream. John's the CEO and Boomer. Ashley's the real leader. Chris brings the vibes and juices as our enjoyment increases. Welcome to the Untitled Twitch stream. Hello. Sound board. Nothing's happening. Do you hear that? Did that work? <laughs> yeah, that yes. works. <laughs> oh, I'll have to no. see later. That's right. Do we Ashley, have sound effects? We certainly Ashley, do, Ashley. This is bad news. That's this right. is bad news. This is really bad news. I am apprehensive. Because here's when we when we started this, I didn't have access to the StreamYard. So John would go crazy with uh, videos and pictures and effects and whatnot, uh, and also kicking me out of the room. And so uh, when I joined, and now you're part of it, it was, there's a balance to it. You know, we can we can be involved, but John having unilateral power over something like this is uh, uh, bad news for everybody. Couldn't agree more with Chris. I mean, we can um, still do this, though. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we can still boot him out, yeah, and I'm that gonna, probably boots out the noises too. And then I'm gonna come oh, back. Some, but I want you to know that this soundboard is weirdly balanced. So one of the boards is just it just plays a pop punk song. So the rest are like. Like that right like just the normal horn fun yeah yeah this is the confusing one is this jimmy eat world it sounds like a mixture between queen and hannah montana <laughs> and i am right is that an original track by the pussycat dolls oh it's Josie off. and the Pussycats. That's what I meant to say. Goddamn sports days. The Pussycats. What is sports days? <laughs> were, we, were we watching sports? What happened with Cincinnati today? A lot of sad people on the plane had a Cincinnati Bengals shirt on. I don't know what that was about. Oh, that game's not till 3.30. They just think they're going to lose, and they're from Cincinnati, so there's an inherent sadness born, born into them. Um, I watched uh, the first three quarters of yesterday's Philadelphia 76ers game in bed when I woke up, which was great. Oh, that's right. And... Then I watched, I've been watching Philadelphia play San Francisco in um, the conference finals because the Super Bowl is coming up in two weeks. Well, let and me explain so this to uh, Ashley real quick. It's great. So, uh, Ashley, Chris was watching um, the town that worships a character, Sylvester Stallone, mm -hmm. play. Yeah, they love him. Yeah. The town where all the billionaires live and you can buy heroin on a picnic table. Uh, mm. and it's the okay. most insane <laughs> city I've yeah. ever been to in my life. Opiates San for the whole family. You want to see this right now? San Francisco rocks. I don't understand why people are like, I don't like it now. If you want to I'd be in San Francisco. Oh, Ashley. And let me tell you, you uh, you know how you like a little bit of darkness? It's the perfect town to be where when your best friend dies because you walk through the city late at night talking to people in the UK uh, super high. And uh, let me tell you, you scare a lot of homeless people and that really makes you feel good. Where you're like, wow, how sad am I that this guy's like, whoa, I got to stay away from that guy. He seems nuts. <laughs> that was the docks. That was where you called me from the docks, right? Was that, that San Francisco? That's right. I was in San Francisco. Hell of a town. From the docks. Yeah. Homeless guy moved. <laughs> I, was talking, I was talking to Chris. <laughs> Hell of a town. Hell of a town. Can't wait to go. But it is also like, if you were ever looking for the clearest picture of gentrification, San Francisco. Oh, sure. 
like it's the the hardest i mean london is bad new york is bad san francisco they took it all the no, whole like, town there's no, no pockets no 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 here's the thing that is the best about america though it is the land of unintended consequences which is basically they gentrified all of san francisco and then the those that had been the gentrification landed on top of were like oh you didn't kill us that only made us stronger gentlemen fentanyl to the streets and like <laughs> so all of those nice areas where they bought like 17 million dollar condos they now have a, an epidemic of homeless people because california has no shelters and they're all in san francisco proper just That's hanging insane. out crazy it is the best yeah as uh, joe, joe trope made a good point imagine affording to see san francisco here's what's great about doing stand-up is a lot of like poor weirdos get paid to go mm -hmm. and so like that's why i got to go to dubai and i was the mm -hmm. poorest person in dubai aside from the slaves <laughs> and i was just walking around so we just get like a, a front row seat to all these things that we should have not no business seeing no business. or being near uh because we we, we make with the giggles Actually, hey, people love that. I I've been to Kiev to pretend to be a Mountie in a gum commercial. There's no logic to this. There you go. I could legitimately like if someone's like, "Well, why do you know that Russia is the bad guy in the Ukraine war?" I was like, "Well, because I've been to Estonia because an Australian man who dated a teenager wanted to pay me to do stand-up comedy there." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and Ashley, you know something even crazier? Nothing in that sentence is embellished. Not yeah. one piece of it. It's so, no. it, it sounds like the kind of thing you've made up, but I, I, I know I that it's not. Yeah, I did the same tour. I can, I can live. I, I also Does live this that. tour still run? He's a fucking weird guy. Uh, no, because he's making so much money off Estonian comedy now that he doesn't bring um, it to English comics anymore. He doesn't, he doesn't have to. need to do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Chris, uh, in Edinburgh this year, I was walking through the underpass. And do you remember the big giant Estonian comedian like Sandor? Remember that guy? Uh, Fox no, comedy. It's almost like comedians are terrible judges of character. Yeah. <laughs> We're just open-minded. You know, we just want to give it a shot. That's Listen, all. Just wanna... <laughs> it's the unfortunate thing about having a night job. I was thinking about this yesterday when I was talking to a dishwasher, or pardon me, a bar manager who started the conversation with, uh, John, what kind of religion are you? And I said, I'm uh, agnostic. And he went, I was raised Church of Christ, but now my mom's a witch queen and I... M.A. And then he said a word for Norse that definitely sounds like white supremacist. Oh, yeah, this guy, this guy hates black people. Hates them. Yeah. Oh dear. Um, All that was brought to you by stand-up comedy. Uh, turns out he does not. Um, but he is he aware that, that that is a problem in his religion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, he does. It, it. It. Yeah. Um, I think when when you work in anything that's evening based, you just you do encounter the creatures of the night a lot more. <laughs> But have you met the creatures of the day? That's right. I like my guys. They're my almost guys. as sickening. They no, weird me out more. They weird me out more. And maybe it's because yeah. I'm not used to them, but they're actually, creepy and I don't know what they're talking about. So you have to understand where you, you're speaking to Chris and I, I've never worked in an office. I ha I don't know what HR, I didn't know what HR was until like three years ago. Like I, my only encounter with, uh, and uh, this is a terrible story. <laughs> Yay! My I'm only encounter away. with my only encounter with dealing with a HR for an office job that I had was uh, somebody that was on my team, um, somebody that I had helped to hire, um, 
he became very inappropriate with me and he took my phone number from the emergency contact list at work <laughs> and started calling me after hours while I was at home. <laughs> bro? bro. Started with a crime, committed already more started crimes. With a crime. Yeah. Already a crime. Um, <laughs> he started calling me uh, after hours at home, uh, trying to ask me to go out with him for dinner or something. And um, it got it. It just started to make me very uncomfortable. And yeah, yeah. I reported it to HR, and they sat me down, and they said, <laughs> um, "We're not going to turn this into a formal complaint because it's a very serious accusation to bring against somebody." And I'm like, "It's not an accusation. He's done this. I can show you the call log in my phone." Uh, <laughs> This it is, is not an accusation. Lie you're trying to tell Ashley. Yeah. It, to but they were literally like, "Yes, life. but it it wouldn't be very good. Uh, you know, it could it could really um, go against him and his career and blah blah blah." And I think what they were dancing around was, "We're not going to do this because this man is black, um, and he's the only oh, black man in the office." Oh, wow! This is this is how <laughs> this is one of my favorite ways that um, companies and organizations are fucking up anti-racism is uh yeah. <laughs> not still not seeing people of color as people yeah <laughs> it's, it's just... like we need him to not look racist <laughs> I, oh. it's also what drives me crazy about all that is they think they're helping do you understand mm -hmm. so that when it doesn't help they're like well we tried and it's like no you didn't it would be like mm -hmm. if like well, I tried, to, I tried to fix starvation. I went and shat in front of a bunch of hungry people and said, eat that, motherfuckers. Yeah. I eat my actual shit. So I guess poor people. Or we, we, we bought them all like Gordon Ramsay cookbooks. It's like, oh, yeah. the, there's no ingredients. There's no ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, the two people that I had a meeting with, um, that were my bosses it was like a meeting with them and the hr but they were the ones like telling me we're not going to take this properly through hr or whatever mm -hmm. uh those two men were my bosses and i found out that one of them had said to somebody that he enjoyed the fact that i wore skirts to work Great. and the other one yeah, when totally i was at a staff normal. party he took my phone while i was in the bathroom and took pictures <laughs> of his arse on it what <laughs> what this That's was a wild so job, weird. and in hindsight, I got assaulted or harassed by every single person in that office. <laughs> Ashley, were you working at Chugalug House? Where the what the fuck was this company? This was a call center in Prague. <laughs> oh, of course it was Prague. Of course it was Prague. Oh my I got God. told to smile all the time, Joe Drope. <laughs> yeah, of course you did. All the time. <laughs> and when I got hired, they told me they hired me because an Irish accent is naturally like... Um, uh customer service friendly yeah yeah not absolutely true. absolutely true. correct not, not true at all if i not true if you're not, not true not if a... you are serving parking meters like basically we're taking calls for parking payment services in london and so most of our calls <laughs> most of the calls i was getting was like i can't understand you when you say the word car park <laughs> <laughs> wait how could <laughs> Wait, what? Because I, I say car park. I can't understand yeah. this word that I just said back to you. And what did they say? Well, <laughs> no, because they would. I would say so. 
the line I had to answer the phone with was welcome to pay by phone. I've just named the company. Anyway. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, okay. uh, welcome to pay by phone. Right. Can I take, the, register- can I take the registration number of the car you'd like to park today? And they'd be like, I understood the beginning of what you just said. I don't know what the end of that was. And I'd be like, sorry, I'd like to take the registration number of the car you'd like to park today. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Pay by oh. phone is a for real company. Our mobile a real company. solutions serve 60 million users. I was their senior communication specialist for almost eight months. <laughs> Wait a minute. You were both a senior communication specialist and a uh, worst toilet user in the history of the Prague IKEA? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those things like overlapped. <laughs> um, that's, I mean, here's my, I, lo- I love fraud telemarketing and weird scammy companies more than almost anything in the world. Let me ask you this Are there any people wearing ties and short sleeve dress shirts? Yes, Ooh. all the time. It's oh, the like best. that was, it was, it was that's a smart casual dress code. That was, that was what you had to wear. But that is the absolute sign that whatever you're selling does not work. If there, if your manager short sleeve dress shirt with a tie, get out of there. It wasn't sales. It was just like processing mm. payments for paying like car parks in in wherever you were parking. It, it operates in North America as well. We do that. We, we do. Mm. <laughs> How are you on, Manning? Jesus, fucking. That Christ. was a Freudian slip. Um, <laughs> the the company. <laughs> Oh, I already hate that. I already hate that so much. Um, they used they well, I don't know if they still do it, but they used to do the parking for the beach in Galveston, Texas. <laughs> I've been to that beach with my dad. <laughs> that was one of the funniest phone calls I ever had because I was talking to this woman and she was like, because the American system was designed in such a foolproof way that if they were speaking to you on the phone, they were a fucking moron, and it was great. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. it was it was set up in such a way that you could literally just do it all either on the app or on the answering machine, so they were only ever speaking to you if they'd fucked it up. Mm. And so she just couldn't understand what the location number was. And I'm sorry, but if you can see the phone number to call us, the location <laughs> number is right next to it. Like, it's <laughs> so simple. Actually, here's, and she was just like, app- where's the location number? And she she was talking away asking me these questions and then she she just stopped or she i i think i was speaking and she just like shouted noah get off the road <laughs> how old do you think and noah was 48 I'm i want to imagine him at least like 40 years old and it is definitely her son you know <laughs> Boomstickery Noah is six. <laughs> Man of authority. Oh. Wow, such confidence. This guy knows Noah. It was so fucking funny. I'll never I can still hear that. It was so funny. I um I don't believe that this company is legal. I understand that, that you claim that they do everything you're saying they're doing, but just there's something about paying for parking lots and being based in Prague. I don't want to say that I I don't want to. It's just the call centers based in Prague. Hmm. Yeah. Because what they did was they used to base call centers out in India, but they realized that British people are racist. Yes. And they don't want to speak to somebody who doesn't sound British on the phone. But there's a very big (laughs) British community of expats in uh, Eastern Europe. So if they move the call center there, they can still pay them a lot less than they have to pay them if they were working in London. But Hmm. they get a British voice on the end of the phone. Actually, I see what you're saying, but I raise Joe Trope's point. No car park is legal. Yeah. 
<laughs> I think the idea of having a private company take payments for parking where the council or uh, there's like parking authorities that do the actual like giving tickets out or, or clamping or whatever. I think that's really shady. Yeah. Can I tell you about something that is legal that I've recently learned about that I can't believe is legal and Go is ahead. now my favorite podcast? Mm-hmm. Did you know that in Japan you can legally just disappear? Yeah, you sent me this podcast, the most podcast record you podcast recommendation I've ever heard in my life. Take me through this. I haven't gone through this yet. This sounds crazy. It's also sovereign citizens rule. If you guys just want to get into First Amendment audits on YouTube, that's a real wormhole <laughs> that you mm-hmm. go ahead, Chris. So what is it? What do you mean it's legal to disappear? So apparently every year people just fucking ghost. They shut everything down. They get rid of everything. They don't tell any of their friends or family where they're going. A lot of the time, it's dudes that are in debt. Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they just... So it started with this uh, investigative reporter who's been living in um, uh, Japan for years. And his accountant, just one day, 10 days before tax season, was gone. Respect it. God, I respect it. I don't gone. Like it. Apartment cleared out. All the phones abandoned nothing found and as he's going through it as he's learning about it there's like there's moving companies that specialize in it so they're moving companies where you call (sighs) them you say i gotta go and they're there in 15 minutes (sighs) middle of the night clear your shit out they can give you a new identity in a new city that day what there are books written on how to disappear and they're like bestsellers that's the, the yakuza is one of them the yakuza is one of the reasons like people if you owe money to the yakuza you don't have a lot of options if you can't pay them back but holy shit it's like it's an it's a whole industry an industry is built up around it and like this you would think that this like helping people absolutely cease to exist uh would be some sort of crime or at least in a gray area but nah, they got business licenses they pay their taxes everybody knows it's a thing they're just like yeah man that's and that's why, like, the cops, when they're investigating missing persons, they're just like, did they leave a note saying that they were disappearing? <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, all right, well, then they don't want to be found, so we're not going to look for them. Uh, they told you that that was what's going on. <laughs> Bye. The more I learn about Japan, the more I'm like, how did I get an answer to my question that has spawned 15 more questions? Yeah. Like, it's because also... <laughs> How long was the disappearing going on for someone to go like we're gonna we need to get a moving company like that the idea that there's infrastructure points to like this is like a thing. Also, of the three of us, we all can agree that Chris would definitely do this and probably is going to do this. Yeah, oh, yeah I, mean, I feel yeah. like that's a very Chris yeah. move. Yeah, yeah, just for the rush. I think, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I would. I have very much considered disappearing off the face of the earth a few times. And they don't even go. Japan's not big. They just go from like Tokyo to Osaka or something. Like, it's, just, it's that, and they're just and they can't be found. They can't be found. I don't know why, but my go-to whenever I think of this is is for no reason Sri Lanka. And I'm sorry, but I would die in Sri Lanka, so I don't know why. <laughs> I also I want to say my that my not- obvious re- my obvious one should really be Canada, but <laughs> like. No. No, Wait we, until we, after we keep track. Yeah. We keep track of people pretty hard. No one in apparently part of the reason it works is no one has a driver's license, and none of the ID in Japan has pictures on it except for driver's licenses. Oh. So you can just like take another person's identity, and all you have is just these like two. It's like the seventies. You just have these two like cardboard cards and say your name, 
Why, people go, I guess, I, I guess you're that guy. And that's, that's all they need. Why don't they have photo sure. ID? They don't need it. It's Japan. They're cool, man. I mean, this is they're the just happy with you being whoever you say you are. Yeah, they're fine. It had to be pointed out to me, even though I lived there for six years, is that the UK doesn't really have photo ID. Like they have driver's licenses and stuff like that, but it's not like a unified database, apparently. And then yeah, there's no ID card. Because the ID card was done through hey, the we got a rage. Oh. We got raided. Let's do a time. Welcome in, uh, questing time. Welcome, Raiders. <laughs> who's gonna who's triggering it? What's going on? Hey. Why do we keep freezing thinking it's gonna happen? What's going on? Well, welcome to the Untitled History with John. <laughs> what is happening? What is happening? <laughs> no, it was it was going. It was happening. Who did it what? I didn't touch anything. Welcome to the Untitled Twitch stream with John and Chris and Ashley. Stick around and give us a follow. You are awesome. Old. We're so slick. <laughs> Old French, <laughs> old French. It's not even words that French people use anymore. It's all Quebec French. What was that? Did everyone see that? Like, <laughs> what the fuck was that? Just very important. Just very important. Just a reminder. Everyone needs to know. Uh, <laughs> There's too many things now. Wait, what? Uh, Tories have passed a law that requires a uh, voting ID, apparently, according to 1030. What's up, 1030? Good to see you. Um, um, actually, I thought I you always needed photo ID to vote. Oh, no, you need your voting card. But don't you need photo ID to... It's that or, like, you can bring mail? Uh -huh. You, you need bring, proof like, a, of address. Yeah. Bring, like, a bill, something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was amazed at how easy it was when I voted over there. Because I yeah. wasn't even totally sure I can. Um, I, I got my vote like that, um, and I, I can still vote in both countries because it's not been long enough since I left Ireland. <laughs> I want to vote in the UK so bad. I keep thinking about, can I join the Conservative Party and the uh, Labour Party and just do it that way? Because I think that that's actually going to how you pick the Prime Minister in the UK for the foreseeable, is just being in one of those parties. Can I just do it that way? I want to no say. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you could just join. It's pretty. It's pretty easy to do. You just show up and they go, are you? And you go, I am. And then you're in. Yeah. Because actually, uh, isn't it as chaotic over there as it feels when I read the news? Because like you read the news and it really feels like the, the UK government is just like a hollow shell that's like fallen in on itself. And all the people are kind of like, well, we always felt like we were on Yeah, it really, I think, I heard somebody the other day say they miss Boris Johnson. Wow. wow. Okay. And that really feels like a, a mood that no that we should, like that's not a hopeful place for a country to be in. That's when that's like when that, people were like, remember how good George W. Bush was? Yeah. Remember yes, those remember days? That. I remember but that. But it, it's when but the, the, the kind of frightening thing when they said that was I, I kind of went, Yeah. <laughs> like it's, at least you know I what kind to expect. of get why you said that. <laughs> because I uh, like the whole Liz, Liz Trust thing was just a mess, and then Rishi Sunak is just a damp towel of a. There was there was a whole category on Jeopardy um, called the Liz Trust Week, 
and it was just all the things that happened during the week that Liz Truss was prime minister. That's, that's really quite brilliant. Yeah. Wasn't there also like something crazy like the queen died? Like she was the prime minister when mm -hmm. the queen died. Very, yeah. she was the last one to meet the queen. She was yeah. the last person to meet the queen. Oh my and, god! That's uh, excellent trivia. I miss Pitt yeah. the younger W Davis. I think my favorite is I miss Clement Attlee just because the name Clement Attlee I really enjoy. Clement Attlee is a good name. Great I name. have no idea what he did in history, so we have to be careful because he he may have been a British prime minister. And you know what that means? Blood is on his hands. Oh, he was a British prime minister, and uh, there's no good ones. So there's no good ones. <laughs> I don't no. know. I I kind of like I like Gordon Brown. Save the world's economy. Doesn't matter. That didn't win an election. He's I mean, like, he's like Kim Campbell. You don't really keep fucking Kim Campbell's name out of your goddamn fucking mouth. Ashley, who do you think Kim Campbell is? Not a clue. She is the only female Canadian prime minister. She was the prime minister for, I believe, 40 days. Second shortest serving prime minister after the one my dad worked for, John Turner. Hey, how you doing? Hey, Johnny. Nice. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, she didn't win. Brian Mulroney stepped down. for throwing an egg. Did that happen while Liz Truss was in... Oh my god, I do remember that. Is that something that happened? I don't remember that happening at all. I don't remember. I, don't, there was like... I will say, I don't listen to the news because it. I, I can't stomach it. It just oh, upsets actually, me. You're missing so much. It is. I know, is but I'm also like, anytime it, anytime it comes up, it just makes me sad and I can't actually cope with it um, yeah. because I panic about the things that I should or could be doing to improve the world in some way. And it's like, I don't actually have any power to do that. You can and... join the Conservative Party like a good, responsible adult. Yeah. I just, uh, I don't know. <laughs> things are nuts. You know what I mean? It looks like Crimea is where they're going to fight this war next. Stephen Crowder and Ben Shapiro are at war. The Royal Rumble just happened. So it's it's a crazy news week, Ashley. You got to get in. I don't know anything it. about any of that. Sports. No. Sports is happening. The 76ers are still a team. The Number two in the East, baby. Number two in the I know East. that New Zealand got flooded. That's the only thing I've heard this week. Yeah, with tears oh. over Jacinda yes. Ardern's quitting. That's what they got flooded with. Where do you think Jacinda Ardern goes from here? I think she's going to end up on Netflix doing some sort of weird interview show. I that's think she will do some sort of, yeah, that that's not a bad show. Some sort of Netflix documentary or something. Um, so this is a video that George Fox sent us of, I believe, uh, Deputy Prime Minister punching a man over an egg. Yo. <laughs> okay, in 2001, so that's this is Gordon Brown. No. Is Gordon Brown the deputy? No, this is Tony Blair. No, but Tony Blair wasn't the deputy prime minister in 2001. The deputy prime minister got off his bus at really North Wales. Okay, my internet's fucked. So oh, I'm Chris. Bring it up. I'll get it. Oh, Chris. <laughs> my vacations are booked. I'm going to Mexico, then I'm going to Montreal. It's all booked. My February is planned. I what are you going to do? Montreal place. Here's, wait. My, here's my question in Mexico. I assume you're just going to sit near an ocean and do nothing and drink cervezas. I'm going to do a bit of that. I'm going to eat. I'm you're going to some... you're going to read an obscure book. Oh, oh for sure. Yeah, 100. percent They're the only kind I own. Um, I already want to punch him through the book. Oh, it's a punch him like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> The deputy prime minister got off his bus at Rillin, North Wales, and quickly realised that to reach the local Labour club, he had to run the gauntlet of a group of largely countryside and fuel protesters. Yeah. As he walked through the local man, 
missed an egg at him almost at point blank range. John Prescott immediately <gasps> swung round and Boom. landed a oh, left jab. The man then wrestled the deputy prime minister onto his back. Oh, he so went for him. Swung round and landed. I was, I was expecting like a right hook there because his body was starting to turn and he just came in with the left. Point blank range. John Prescott immediately swung round and landed a punch. The man then wrestled the deputy. Can I just that say, the craziest part of it is the egg comes and John Prescott doesn't even fucking doesn't think about even, it. Doesn't just, think about it. He just straight in. Oh, fuck. I forgot, I forgot about John Prescott as a human being. This is a very uncomplimentary way to describe him, but John Prescott looks like kind jab of the hut. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know what? I kind of have respect for him doing this because... So many state figure people are just so devoid of of their emotions all the oh, time. Actually, if you this is like a, a real person. Yeah. You would you know? love Jean Chrétien, who uh, a guy broke into the uh, official residence of the prime minister and he beat the shit out of him with a phone, and a guy got into his face in a crowd and he choked the fuck out. Of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jean Chrétien oh, no. did not fuck around. He, like was he was a, like, he was a wild man. Yeah, he was the middle son of twelve children. Uh, twelve children. When they had the separation vote, he was very much stay in Canada, and six of his brothers and sisters voted to stay in Canada, and five didn't, and then didn't speak to each other for years. It was oh, that guy's. I love him so much. Partial face paralysis. Oh yeah, wow. owned it. Owned it. When uh, so when Canada didn't go to the war in Iraq, um, they got rid of him. And then when the financial crash happened, John Gretchen just did a bunch of interviews asking for people to remember that he was right and fuck you, CR. He also had one of my one of my favorite. I think I've said this on the show before, but one of my favorite quotes from a from a prime minister, which was, um, uh, "Mr. Gretchen, how do you how do you feel about um, uh, marijuana being decriminalized? Because it wasn't legal yet, but it wasn't like you wouldn't go to jail anymore." And um, and he says, I think uh, I think uh, you will find me with a joint in one hand and the money for the fine in the other hand. He <laughs> <laughs> was bad at. Was um, there's a famous family story of mine, which is he wrote a book, and my grandmother went to go get it signed, and then got into a giant argument with him about his policies. And I was a baby, and then I was just, but I was the loudest screamingest baby. So apparently, my grandmother yelled at a soon-to-be prime minister of Canada, and then followed my shrieks to where she found my mom. And was like, "We got to get in the car." It was. <laughs> and there's a there's a photo of it where he's like signing. It feels this. like a formative moment for you. <laughs> I was I was like I was like three months old, but it is very much my. So like, I feel like it imprinted itself on you. <laughs> very much oh yeah yes yeah, screaming because that attitude is you that that attitude is exactly what is in that video you posted recently of you dealing with the heckler oh, <laughs> like, God, comes on stage. Well, oh, yeah, i still i still haven't watched that i watched like the first five it's seconds and i was like I, I can't uh, i can't deal with this right now i'm gonna come back to it later what's what's a friend of mine who is not a comedy person saw me share it on my instagram and she watched it and has since watched every piece of stand-up of you online. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, no, it's doing very, it's doing pretty well. What, okay, so what happened was, this was two weeks ago. What's annoying is it's 13 parts. So there's like a lot more rev up to it. Really? The video you see, I lose it pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. um, but You yeah, can tell that there's tension before it, though. 
Oh, she was such a fucking asshole. A real mm. bowling trophy of a human being. Anyway, um, so you what can a cry though. So, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Full disclosure, everybody. I have had an hour's sleep, and I don't know why, but what Chris just said might have been the funniest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> that's why target audience sleep deprived people. That's just, the way like, that's really that's the achievement of every bowler or anyone really with a trophy. I got this trophy for playing football. I, I just bought mine. Yeah, <laughs> I got tons of them. <laughs> Ah, who used to live? You know, I, just, I just imagine Chris trying to disappear with all this. No, no, we got to bring all these trophies I bought all. <laughs> Once for best escape. You really, so you I really can't. tickled him there, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's easy, it's easy. That's my that's that's my trophy for best escaping. <laughs> Uh, I'll have a stroke for being sleepy. Um, so yeah, I'm in Wilmington, North Carolina. This guy kept checking his phone because he's checking on his on his kid or something like that. And by the way, like his seat is bare, like next to him the entire show. Eventually, this woman comes back, who's a real how do I say this bar star asshole. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Yep, a real. To use fringe terminology, a real, oh, no, I don't want to talk to that person in the loft bar. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. Okay. That's right. And uh, anyway, I like I engage with her slightly. I did start it. And then she starts just screaming random shit and interrupting. Mm. At one point, she goes, don't fuck with me. I'm from New York. And that this hasn't been edited. But then I made some very mean 9-11 jokes, like very mean. Like... I'm, I hope that you live near that tower and someone you love was in there, I think. I don't know. We got very mean and heated. Um, and then she kept telling me to shut up. Da, 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 da. And then it picks up where that clip is where I, she's not going to stop talking. So I try to yeah. kick her out. She walks on stage. I ran away. I, in the moment, I was like, is this the right thing to do to run away? And watching the clip, I was, that was exactly the right thing to do. It was. Yeah, yeah. that would have been a fight. It was I, mean, I haven't even looking. seen it. And that would have been like a fight. I can tell from the way she's talking. Well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because then she jumped on stage. The bouncers, she like tried to shove them. The bouncers grabbed her, dragged her off stage. The entire crowd singing "Sweet Caroline," which I found out in North North Carolina is a thing at like weddings. At the end of it, was like the first person super fuck. It's like a thing in the South that like when people start leaving or if someone like makes a mistake, you sing "Sweet Caroline." It's so that whole part of the world is just it's. I'm here for it, but it's out of it. There's a lot of. You, Sweet Caroline is is sung a lot in Ireland as well, but for like a totally different reason. Go ahead. What what's the reason? Wouldn't well, Caroline's instead of it, it wouldn't be sung if people were failing or, or had made a mistake or something. It's like it's it's sort of just like an end of the night hurrah sort of song. You know, it's like <laughs> if you get a lock in in a bar. <laughs> yeah, I think actually it's probably very. It much inevitably breaks out. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the yeah. perfect sing along you don't need to yeah. know any of the words you need to know hands holding hands touching me touching you yeah and then it's sweet caroline bah, bah, bah. it's very and much a wedding song. There any other words to that song there's whole verses there's like whole verses yeah caroline like, kills a guy just to see him die <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah there's that whole part where caroline tries to move that train further down the line yeah, yeah absolutely yeah it's well, it's wild she goes to Folsom prison she gets the blues why wouldn't, why wouldn't you she used to be so sweet yeah 
And she took that job in Reno. Oh, That's dear. the ba ba ba. Those are the three shots that she shot into that man. <laughs> it's right up there with the cell block tango, you know. <laughs> Solid Chicago reference. Oh my god. Um Chicago yeah, does get enough love. And uh, then what happened Chicago's was great. she got dragged up by the bouncers. Chicago is one of the better bounce. musicals and gets frequently forgotten. I completely agree. Um in many ways, it didn't have that coming. Get it from Chicago? He had it coming. If I had one of your sound cues. (laughs) No, no, not not quite that one. (laughs) Oh, you mean this one? No. Nice. Nice. Oh, dear. (laughs) Did John take himself off? (laughs) In many ways. Oh, dear. So how did it end? How did it end? Was she carried out? I think I mentioned this on the stream again, but no, she, uh, she, um, her, as it was revealed later, her son jumped on stage, kind of like grabbed her jacket, ran out of there. They jumped in the car. Well, that drove. was her son. That was her son. That's right. Wild. Cause that guy's seen this before. Stacked. He was ready. It, yeah, no, absolutely. Especially because, uh, they then drove immediately to the hospital and she started claiming that she was assaulted at the comedy club. So then the police arrived Mm. Let's get into some. What was John doing at that time? Well, John just sort of relaxing after a show and really re- felt like he was a psychopath because everyone was like, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "That's not nearly the scariest that's been this year." Yeah. <laughs> like, they're like, "What?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, no, like, I could have killed her. Like, I've uh, I had three guys come after me and there was no security. Like, I don't even give a shit, man. Like, yeah, we're all good. Like, don't worry about it." And they're like, all "Hell right. of an industry." If the guys, if you're thinking about doing stand up, it's oh, it's so easy. <laughs> it only happens to me. Here's the thing I realized. I realized it this weekend when I had a heckler every set. Mm-hmm. Is it just, I think there's something about my fucking face where people are like, I want to yell at this guy. I just, oh my God. Guys. Oh, big follows. Big follows. We haven't had one of these in so long. I don't remember. Um, yeah, because this one is. Uh, because this one is letting us know that they their price is lower than any competitor. And the quality there are competitors? is the best. That's right. No. Now, uh, does this have anything to do with EG clans? What was that fucking that game? <laughs> <laughs> that was that. Uh, that was that game. Um, shit, I can't remember. Uh, city city building dynamics. I can't remember. I can't remember all the buzzwords from it. Oh, it was absolutely ridiculous. Uh, EG clans. That was great. Where's uh, Richard Wright when you need him? Um, um, what, what were we talking about? So yeah, so you get, um, oh, you, you get you get a lot you, of you and Jamali. You and Jamali are the two most heckled people I've ever seen in my life. I mean, and ironically, do you know who's had to ex- escort hecklers do, from all these shows? It's not just your face, though. It is your entire body language, and <laughs> I'm, there is and something. Con- you're confrontational as a comedian. You're very confrontational. Oh, yes, I am very confrontational. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, correct. Yes, and for for people who are also confrontational and for people who have those irrepressible egos um they they can't deal with your Correct. entire existence and this is a uh, this is a quote of a comedy club owner which is you know most comedians stop when it's uh most comedians stop making fun of them when you've won you stop making fun of them 20 minutes after the show is over <laughs> that's, <my point. laughs> that's exactly it yes um <laughs> But it's very. What is I find very fascinating is that I'm at this point now where I literally can telegraph the tables. I can be like, 
that one, that one, that one, and that one is going to be a problem. And almost like I literally had a drunk woman for half an hour last night, just trying to tell, like, trying to explain to me that what I was saying was exaggerated. And it was the most mind melting experience I've ever had. Right. Like, she was literally like, no, but I was like, that's stand up comedy. Like, she's like, no, everything's but... exaggerated. That's the yeah. point. Jerry Seinfeld's never been on a bus, motherfucker. Like, no. what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, in one of David Cross's specials, right at the start, he says, um, uh, he says something like, I think women are smarter than men. And a woman goes, I don't know. And he's, he's like, well, you don't. You don't think I did my research? You don't think? You don't think? It's like, yeah, we're just saying so. The best best heckle I've ever heard was, um, you've purposely misunderstood that. <laughs> who was that said to? Yeah, who did you yell that at, Chris? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think it was, I can't remember if it was Garrett or if it was at the show that I used to run with Garrett. Uh, Garrett was involved. Gary Miller, um, but I can't. I can't remember. But it's so funny. It's such a great. You might as well yell. You're doing stand up comedy. Yeah, uh, it's just so good. You purposely misunderstood. That's excellent. That's so um, funny. My for my personal favorite thing that a heckler's ever yelled at me, which was just enough. And I just always thought, <laughs> like, you're just you're clearly you and I are just not going to enjoy each other's company, and there's nothing I can do about it. I've always, I've always respected that. Enough. I would I would love you to get that on a T-shirt. Just the word enough. <laughs> it's on. It's I, I mean the video footage is in the archives of the Gilded Balloon somewhere because it was at a late it was at a late live where. Like I brought an act on before that act, a woman had to be like carried out by security, and she grabbed a hold of the door frame, and I, right. and I watched, I watched it bounce <laughs> come back and go like, like, bing, bing. Yeah. like in a Tom and Jerry cartoon. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then her boyfriend squared up with the bouncers, and he like in the hallway, and then he went, and he went, no, but we're doing this one at a time, and they all started laughing and they were like no and i heard that from stage oh god what a crazy time uh exactly so john is encouraged <laughs> no it's Just inevitable like, is no, what it is inevitably it is yeah just, it's just incessant um, yeah, actually, I, don't, I don't get it. I almost got heckled in Port Alberni a few months ago. Almost, but, uh, almost. Yeah, what is that? As in, uh, the guy, the guy, sort of like it was. It was the the story that I tell um, in a about a strip club where the the one of the strippers like takes a, a poster and it's a whole thing, and um, and then at the end, the guy like forty five seconds after I finished, the laugh had ended. I started into a new bit, and he says, "Fuck you, got against eating pussy." It's like what? <laughs> didn't mention didn't mention eating pussy once in the whole. It's not a part of that joke. Was it like, like an, it's, an it's act like an eight, that was on like two bit. acts before you or something? <laughs> and I remember he was right in the front row, and he was just like glassy eyed, drunk. And I remember right. I turned to the crowd, and I was like, "Oh, we're about to have a very different show. That's what's about to happen." And, and two of the guys in the crowd were like, "Amp." They just they wanted comedian destroys heckler. Uh, sure. come to their town and i remember i turned to the guy and he's like fucking bring it on and i and i just I just said oh no you misunderstood i don't want to fight you it's just that you're so drunk you are a uh commenting 45 seconds after a joke ended uh b 
didn't understand the joke at all. And you're right in the front row. So if you're going to keep doing that, we're going to have a very different show. I don't want to fight with you, man. You're just a fucking mess. And the guy went, oh, fair enough. Sorry. <laughs> now, let me take you through I would have handled that. I probably would have sat on the stool, not facing the audience for about seven minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I would have done some weird accent, really talked about like taco Tuesday night when I was growing up as a kid and then fundamentally insulted that guy in a way that you can't really take back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, your tactics are very different. Yeah. Listen, um, I what some people say a good a good defense is a good offense. I say a good offense is a good offense. You know what I'm saying? I think that our <laughs> heckling um, responses are fight, hmm. flight, freeze. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, I, I want to like, I don't, I want to give them every chance to be a good person. And that way, when I snap on them, I feel zero guilt. And so like I had one at Spank where I was like, they were kind of heckling throughout throughout the show i was uh, i was on last and oh. it was for some reason the whole left quadrant of the show spanks mm -hmm. in three quadrants which is to the right to the left and up front the whole left side was a bunch of fucking cunts and all of them popping up with different bullshit and at first i was like knock it down fun knock it down and then at one point i just turned and then for 20 minutes i didn't face the audience and i said the most personal hurtful <laughs> cruel things i could think uh, I, I asked one woman if that was her dad or her pimp. Uh, <laughs> Me? Was, um, and and then I just and then I just turned around and I was like, "Thanks for having me." And there was a I was on the left side. All right, well, you're a piece of shit. And um, there's a photo. I got a standing ovation. That was the only standing ovation I've ever gotten. I got a standing ovation from two thirds of the room. Uh, <laughs> But I'm happy to do that. I just don't want to go straight to it because it ruins the vibe. Like then I can't have fun because my sure. blood's too up and the audience is too, and there's no following it. So I oh, see, I'd I rather I love the journey of like let's smash this to bits and see if we can put it back together. Like I love <laughs> the, the Patrice O'Neill, I'm not going down alone. You're coming with me. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, we're yeah. in this together. I'm like, come on, like, what are you doing? It's also mm. what drives me nuts the most, and we've all seen this is when there is a heckler and a comedian just ignores it. I watched oh. a guy shush someone in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and I almost walked on stage and took the mic. Give me your microphone. You're, you're fired from comedy. You're shushing. What are you, a fucking Sunday school teacher? Absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. And we're like, if people are talking really loud and the comedian flat out refuses to address it, just keeps going with the show, it's like, grow a pair, man. This is... Okay. You're, you can't be this frightened of altercation this is so you know i mean I've, you can <laughs> because i'm frightened of it yeah <laughs> so, um you guys know there's a clip online of me being uh heckled by dennis rodman yeah yes i was the eighth comedian dennis rodman just was doing that for seven other comedians while i stood at the you back were just going, the first one that i just said i'm going to attack dennis rodman and they were like well no we'll get in trouble and i went from who and then they're like <laughs> yeah Phil Jackson gonna come down here? Like, well, fucking shape his mustache. Like, what are you fucking talking about? And yeah, it's just the most bizarre attitude I've ever heard. Like, and but again, it's, it's one of those so things where we have we have different. Uh, but yeah, just just I went shh. Oh, that's I've so never weird. shushed anyone. Um, no, no, you 
You wouldn't be on the show if you if you were a shirt, madam. Yeah, yeah. Like, we would have sniffed that out day yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I honestly I haven't been heckled that often. Um good. I just yeah. I haven't That's that's a good thing. Yeah, you're not a confrontational asshole like me and Jamali. That's very <laughs> true, actually. And I, but we're, it's different. Even the way Jamali and I do it is different. Like Jamali uh, picks a lot of fights. <laughs> we're used he to. Did. But also, there was a lot of like upper middle class people who just couldn't listen to a working class black guy say the things he was saying. Like you saw it bubbling under their skin, and it was like <laughs> yeah. just, ah. it was. They held it as long as they could, and then that was a wrap. My favorite, the best response to hecklers I've ever seen. I think about this sometimes when I'm walking down the road, and it was six years ago that I saw it. Was Milo McCabe um, doing what's his character? Troy Hawk. Troy Hawk. Yes, Troy Hawk. He was doing Troy Hawk, and he goes, he's like, um, someone heckled him. We were in Glastonbury, not the festival, just like a one night room, and um, and someone heckled him, and he just he went like this. He went. <laughs> I, I learned this from uh, from the dog whisperer. If something is being aggressive, you show it your vulnerable points so that it knows you're not a threat. That's excellent. I've said it before. Died. I died I laughing. Great. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Milo McCabe, especially now the introduction of the, the Greeters Union fucking videos. That yeah. character is so fucking perfect and well-formed. Although it's I do beautiful. miss... He doesn't do it as much anymore, but he used to, after every joke, dance a little bit, which was the fucking funniest thing. <laughs> Actually, did you ever see him when he would do this? He would hit a punchline, and then he would he would shimmy. He would go like, I just remember this. He would go, it was something like he went like croutons, and then he just went. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen him. Oh, oh you'd love him. He talks about weather spoons being poetic, whether spoons oh. or forks. <laughs> <laughs> It is nothing. It's 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 Milo. Okay, Troy Hawk as a character. This is wanky as fuck to say, but I stand by it. That character, he would only have a career in Britain. That you that wouldn't get out of open mics in America because they wouldn't see the genius of it. Only in England, where everyone's so obsessed, they don't ever want to be seen to not understand something that they let so many things go. That that brilliance just got in oh it's so fucking stupid i love it so much it's also it's the like they're the one scene aside from france um that still has like a vaudeville background mm. they allow for more variety acts sillier things that like no one else does he would have gotten bullied immediately in the canadian open mics and would have just become john or i yeah why are you no fucking way <laughs> There's no way that you would have been. That's why that's that Dylan Gott thing where he's like, you ever notice that all Canadian comedians dress like shit? <laughs> it's like, yeah, because Canadians are bullies. Yeah. So you, can't, you can't dress well. <laughs> I didn't buy yeah, you can't, I didn't buy white shoes until I lived in the UK for three years because in Canada, yeah. someone will just scuff your white shoes. <laughs> yeah, this, no, is the this is the yeah. biggest example of Canadian bullying. Now, Ashley, I have a question for you. If you are you're dating a man, and then you mm -hmm. cheat on that man. With I know the answer to this already. Go ahead. What is the answer? They're allowed to punch each other brother. or something. Right. You're allowed to punch yeah. each other. No, the, the original man is allowed to punch the He's new man. He's allowed to punch the yeah. new man in the face. Yeah. 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 And rules. the new man will probably take it. Yeah. And what's even yeah. crazy is <laughs> that I, that I, will, I will never not live this down, which is sitting at a table and there's four Canadians and then eight Americans. And the f one Canadian goes... So yeah, I, I know where my ex-boyfriend, I know where my ex is, like, the guy she cheated on me with. I know where he works. 
one of these days I'm just going to go down there and punch him in the face. And like the four, three other Canadians are being like, yeah, that's fair. That's, that's how that works. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brittany was next to me and just was like, that's not how that works. And I, like, I just remember being like, she just doesn't get it. <laughs> it's a different, it's a different, they say Americans and Canadians are the same. We're not the same. Not the we same. believe in justice. No, that's no. our difference. We believe, we believe in fist justice, not justice as I call it's it. The only justice. Well, you know, sometimes violence is the answer. Welcome to UTS, everybody. Hey. <laughs> now we're talking about some merch. I'd wear that shirt so every day. Sometimes violence we should, Im we should really get our fingers out and make it. <laughs> Imagine John wearing a shirt that said, sometimes violence is the answer. Imagine the number of times you would get punched cold in the street. I would walk, just cold. I would, if I walked close to a black-owned business, they would just close for the day. They're like, I don't even know what this guy believes in, but we don't want to find out. <laughs> That's my. Uh, that's one of my new favorite things, meeting new people, especially in like um, in entertainment. So I did a show a few days ago um, where I I would do a set and then an improv group would come out and they would do like a short bit around the themes of my set or whatever. We go back and forth and um, talking to like talking to a lot of people now. If something controversial comes up, there's this great like, where are you gonna go with this in all of their eyes as you're going? It's like. This is a suspicion I'm not used to. This is very fun. I know where we're going, and it's going to be fine. But you are uncomfortable, and that is fun. Hey, Bex, what's going on? Bex, I am. Um, Welcome I everyone. We yeah. I don't think we've actually except the really podcast said hello to the chat no, or the podcast, the podcast listeners. listeners. Hi, everybody. Attention, po attention, podcast listeners. Rotten hell, you fucks. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they've actually like left us um, no, because we insult I, them so often. <laughs> Adam, I I keep an eye on those analytics. If anything, are ignoring them ignoring them is helping. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I am. I yeah. I think about them sometimes. I feel like if I was one of the podcast listeners, I would relish that, and I would never watch the live stream. Oh, and exactly. I would, I would live as a as an yeah as a point of principle within this yeah fuck me yeah. fuck you also I like the show though so I'm gonna stick around yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's nice about this show is it's it's so fucking slapdash I think it accidentally becomes art and then the fact of not having the it's visual so element is more insane because there's entire things that are just okay one of us just got my uh, just got murdered yeah oh and that's that's what that noise means <laughs> yeah that's right Chris and that's said. the cheer that's the cheer, yeah. <laughs> that's the cheer. Oh, okay all right i need myself it is now up to the podcast listeners and the podcast listeners only to solve yeah, a who Christmas. has been murdered and b why they have been murdered and you just who. said you just said i was murdered you just said yeah chris is murdered you just said chris oh, is murdered so we figured out who great no, yeah. one of us has been murdered oh it's john then john gave it away immediately like yeah. all good murder mysteries it's evident right at the start that's and right then... like, like all good murders it was someone <laughs> that he knew and the person confessed almost immediately no. <laughs> <laughs> um, um... Oh, coming in from Steve Mooney. I'm a podcast listener because I missed so much the first time round. I need another listen to catch up. Steve Mooney, that is true. Our comedy we do comes say a lot fast. of absolute nonsense that can easily oh. be missed out if you're not paying attention. It's, that's funny to me because I would have thought it would be the opposite. That it's not. We're not like a. <laughs> we're not like a complex hip hop song. Go fuck yourself, Steve Mooney. <laughs> 
Oh, guys, I don't know what to tell you, but I got to tell you. Our chat are so nice to each other. It's such a lovely (laughs) community in here. The one-hour sleep, but holy fuck, we really fucking are putting down what I'm picking up. Oh, my God. Like the man that got cheated with. Steve took it on the chin. (laughs) Steve Mooney, this one's for you. Yeah, I bet actually licking her teeth was better on the podcast. It was fucking unnerving to witness. Actually, has it ever been explained why you gave Chris the old yum yum? I wasn't giving it to Chris. Oh, oh. I, didn't I, just, I, just, I didn't think you were for a no, second. I didn't know no, what was I going wasn't. on. I just went to another place in my brain. Understood. Yeah. Yes. We've that place been. was the horny place. Um, oh, true? <laughs> yeah, no, we all we all figured that part out. <laughs> so sorry, I missed it. I've realized I do it a lot though, but now because of that, I catch myself doing it, and it unnerves me as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very predatory. It's very <laughs> lion it's just in the tall I do grass when I'm like not focusing. Very, you know, it is very lion in the tall grass. I got to tell you, like it's a real. Yipes. Oh, um, yeah. You know what it's not? It's not brunch. It's not brunch. No, it's, it's, not not. Brunch. it's not brunch. It's really not brunch. <laughs> oh god, I could really go for a brunch right now. What are they what's the what's the taste of a brunch? Ashley. It's oh, sort of um, it's sort of I think it's meant to be strawberry shortcake. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be good chemicals. That's like a like a real it's good chemicals. Oh. Yeah, it's it's the good chemicals, the really sweet, sugary fairy cake chemicals, mm. you know. You know what I um I think about all the time? I uh, now have status on American Airlines. Nice. And they have so much food that's just open air out. And I just realized while I was eating a muffin where I was like, oh, the amount of chemicals I'm right now. Like, just, like I was like, oh, I, I just need a treat. And I'm like, go ahead, Ashley. I flew down to London um, last week. Oh. And it was my first time ever flying with British Airways. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> I'd never flown with British Airways before. Yeah, Ashley's ever been on a plane. She's never seen a film. Those two things <laughs> go together. That's I've only ever flown with Ryanair and Aer Lingus and EasyJet. Aer Lingus. So, Aer Lingus is the best one. Aer Lingus um, is the best one. But between those other two, most certainly. <laughs> it's Aer Lingus is the best airline I've ever flown with. Um, I may have flown with something else when I was younger, but I don't remember. Um, but I have never flown with British Airways. I got. I, I just, I, it was a really nice experience. Yeah. <laughs> um, what well, the first flight was, I got lulled into a false sense of security and then we got very delayed the next day. Um, but I got a free breakfast bar and free bottle of water on the way down. And then on the way home, I got a free bottle of water and a free packet of sour cream and chive pretzels. Nice. Which are the best kind of pretzels. Also, <laughs> I just want to go back up here. They, like, what do you mean? What they don't give you food on any of those other on Aer Lingus? They don't give you like a little breakfast bar and a little bottle of water? No, you gotta buy it. You gotta pay for everything. You gotta pay for everything. Yeah. This is this is why you go with people in the One World Flight Alliance, guys. Am I Sapphire? Indeed, I am. It's because you know what? It's the little things, like a complimentary bottle of water. Or the fact that there is a dedicated line for Sapphire members to complain about any little thing, which I do do. And let me tell you, it makes me feel really happy. Oh, you are you are absolutely a nightmare customer. I'm absolutely fine as long as you do the right thing. It's just like when you dump a whole curry on me. That's then- how everyone 
feels when they're complaining. If yeah, you weren't being illogical, no, Chris, then no, Chris, no, Chris, I wouldn't I be a, here. I had a whole curry dumped on me, and I was in a middle seat because they fucked up the thing. I remember to, that. Going yeah. to Paul's funeral. And the, and then when I was like, I have a whole curry dumped on me, and the woman went, what do you want me to do about that? And I just went, what did you say? And she went, I'm going to go get my supervisor. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Very like reasonable response. Not. Nah. <laughs> yes. but this, this is what I'll give the English what they lack in morals ethics reasonable understanding of human beings um, they will walk away from a bollocking and pass that on to someone else and, that, and then <laughs> I, 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 I would do the same thing you have done the same thing so wouldn't you there's someone else who could get yelled at about this time to go has <laughs> except the, I'm has usually the... the person that gets passed on to <laughs> you want to make sure that you avoid that <laughs> Has the, the I've got this like discourse going on in my Twitter right now um, about the difference between uh, what French people are willing to put up with and what British people are willing to put up with because oh, France I is on fire right now. Something about this uh, as well. Best, yeah. France is literally about to burn the Eiffel Tower and shove it up Macron's asshole because he's like, "You guys can't retire at 64 because yeah. it'll sustain our economy." And they're like, "It's called fucking Bastille, bitch." <laughs> And so I'm, just, I'm wondering if that's like made it into the, the mainstream conversation at all. I'm more, I think I'm more asking like our, our viewers on this one no, because I, 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 I I'd be, I'd love to know that like someone listed this out the things and British people are like, shucks. This is what the, the English would think of that as it's like, can you believe the French think they should be able to retire at 64? That's what I guarantee the English discourse yeah. is. It, it's basically that, yes. <laughs> I actually kind of agree with Boomstickery. This is what I think the problem in England uh, is, is there's an amount of apathy of like, this is good. Suffering is good. Yes. Yeah. What it's supposed to be. It's insane. Yeah, I think, yeah, there's there's definitely this like um, attitude of you're meant to get through tough times because it's what the people before you did. And, mm -hmm. you know, don't don't dare complain or, you know, if you're yeah. if you're being fucked, just lie back and think of England, as it were. Imagine how horrible that would make sex. If the sex is bad, I, I guarantee bad you place. that that is the sex that a lot of English people have. I mean, I I don't know. I've had sex with a fair amount of English people, and every single one of them didn't seem like they were thinking about the country. You know what I mean? Yes, like, but they were open-minded enough to have sex with somebody who's not English. Fair point. That is a fair point. And yeah, to some of them, I was a real exotic choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where are you from? Not from my town. Come with me, you exotic something or other. <laughs> Ever been called the whatchamacallits by someone's dad? I have. It's weird. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> Ever been called a whatchamacallits by someone's dad? I have. It was weird. <laughs> oh, whatchamacallits. I'm really tired. I'm really impressed I was able to remember what I just said. <laughs> 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 oh no! I, I was so disappointed the second time I came through the UK because um, Canadian stock is exotic. It dropped completely. It had full Bitcoined when yeah. I was around. When I was like in my teen years, buddy, I was I was special. A real cat people had never met someone like me, and that was a big deal to them. And then I came back the second time, and they were like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah we see you fucks all the time." I was like, "God damn it." God, I'm single this time. This is bullshit. Oh, 
Oh, that is bullshit. Yeah. I find I have a bit of novelty in Scotland because I look really Scottish but don't have a Scottish accent. So I always found there was always a little bit of the like, whoa, where did you transfer in from, new boy? That's what I always found with the Scottish Bonnie lasses. And that's what mm. I referred to them as. And they really enjoyed it. Hello, I, little Scottish Bonnie lass. A friend of mine uh, from home, an Irish friend of mine who lives in Glasgow, um, got very very much uh like she was involved in 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 essentially uh a sectarian violence incident like last week <laughs> yeah irish yeah. yeah 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 um so she was in a pharmacy and uh these these lads just like came in and one of them said something crooked to her and then he she kind of said something back to him and he left but he came back with like five other lads five other kind of glaswegian lads to uh come in and uh i don't remember what she said they said to her but they were very much being like they insinuated something about a bomb threat to her Mm -hmm. and then they said something else and she ended up spotting that one of that there was a, a man who had been in with one of the original guys who seemed like he might have been one of their dads or something and so she said to him are you going to get these lads to leave before they get uh, booked and, and and arrested um and he just literally she, she said he did nothing but shout the word out and they left <laughs> wow but like they fully fully came in with loads of like anti-irish abuse at her fucking it's i find insane. the sectarianism did i get that word pronounced right yep. yes thank you in scotland the most like really <laughs> we're doing this here. people make glasgow <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, ah glasgow the only place where i saw a man kick a seagull and said <laughs> You. I'll just be like, what is yeah. who kicked that bird, bro? Like, oh well, he is shocked to hear of sectarianism in Glasgow. Yeah, um, but it's, when it when it's done in Scotland, I'm always just like, you guys too. We're really like, we're doing this again. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. really, it's, it's like really weird... just like <laughs> this is this is what you get upset about the English doing to you. Mm. Yeah, you know? there's, there's like but there's always a... there's always somebody being oppressed. There's it, it's it's turtles all the way down, whatever that thing is. But like I don't, I don't, I don't think know. that's the right um, analogy. I, yeah, tr- at yeah, all. yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. There's a, but there's <laughs> like this, this thing that I didn't expect <laughs> that's happening right now, where we've got people are like it's an unstable time. Mm-hmm. No one knows what the future looks like, let alone the present. And people are all over from all different groups falling back into like the comfort of old prejudices oh yeah there's like a safety and a warmth there that i didn't anticipate uh to be the case among Mm -hmm. people but everywhere you're seeing it it's just little things people are being much ruder about quebecois people than i remember them being a few years ago but western canadians hate people from quebec on site on site they hate them and so but it was like for years it was sort of like ah it started to slide things are fine obama and it was all this stuff. And then, uh, and now it's like, just, just ramp it back up. Just let these fucking French Canadians, they're not doing anything. They're just over there electing corrupt mayors. Leave them alone. That's yeah. because the governments of the world are um, trickling down sentiments of hatred and prejudice 
to distract everybody from the fact that they're all getting away with absolute yeah, but they're terrible, terrible, terrible governing. Also- it was yeah. taking to it so quickly and comfortably. That's what I think that's what's because surprising. It's, and it's, it is it's familiar. All... It's familiar rhetoric. I know, but that's amazing. Like I, I just thought better of us, and that's my mistake. It's also my different. Mistake. The other thing I will just say, and I have a very unique Oh, I'm so sorry for yawning like that. A very unique <laughs> perspective. Oh my god, I felt that yawning on my fucking toes. Um <laughs> You know, if you really grab a hold of it, you know what I mean, Ashley? You really fucking you get in there and really let people know. I'm bored. No. Um, uh, but in the last sort of two years, well, a lot of people, Chris has done a fair amount of traveling sort of back and forth across Canada, but I've been to like five countries a bunch, like Australia, the UK, Canada, four, and the US. And all of them are in different stages of what kind of Chris is talking about, of this weird fallback, where America did this weird one where they kind of, they did it like the furthest in 2016. And then from 2016 to kind of now, it's been this weird kind of like, woo, we went. <laughs> what do we like? About that. Whoop. Oops, sorry. How, how everybody. How we got walk carried away with that progression. Party. Like yeah, the least. next the next shift after a staff party, they're like, oh, things got a little bit out of hand. Sorry about that. <laughs> Chris, that yeah. is exactly what America feels like. like. It was like, listen, some things went down. No one's happy about it. But you know what else? No one needs to talk about it. That's what's important. But it's very much like if if the boss at the staff party, rather than sexually harassing everyone, gave everybody a raise and was then just like, Ugh. yeah, like it's like, but it's even weirder than that. Or it's like, yeah, everyone's getting a raise, but also you're getting paid in mackerel. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. But then, I totally like, lost the thread on this analogy. Ashley gets a no idea. <laughs> um, I get it. I get but, it. Okay. but then the UK is in this weird way where like the UK is fucked. Like the UK is Greece in 2008. Like, they are yeah. underwater. They're not doing anything. The Tories are literally like, well, we're in power, so we're going to keep it. The will of the people is they want a general election for the love of God. And it's just breeding like this level of apathy that's nuts. And then you're in Canada. And in Canada, everyone is like lividly, violently angry and wants to fucking kill everyone. Go ahead, Chris. I just I, I got a notification on my phone. It's just it's a it's a it's a. It's from the Washington Post. It's editor's picks. And the headline is, when the sun sets and the magic ends, these birds wreak havoc. <laughs> that could be about politics. That could be about nature. That could be about women's rights. Like, <laughs> The first thing I'm picturing is all the women, women on women violence I saw outside of Yates's in Brighton. That's these, these birds wreak havoc. <laughs> <laughs> okay, before you go into that article, the chat must tell us what they think that article is about. Read the headline once more. Okay, hold on. It's just opening now. Um, okay, uh, that's stupid phone. Uh, it was a uh, uh, when the sun sets and the magic ends, these birds wreak havoc. <laughs> it's a movie fucking tagline. Um, <laughs> it must be a movie tagline. Are you talking about the Yates in Brighton that's kind of on that main drag where all the nightclubs are? Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, on, West, on Western, West, uh, West Street. Yeah, I used yeah. to work in the uh, Fiddler's Elbow, which is in an alley just off West Street, and that's where all the fights happened. And so all the women would, like, go into the alley, beat the fuck out of each other. I saw one woman, like, threw a woman on the ground, ran out, grabbed a plastic chair from the patio, and while that first woman was getting up, she just started wailing oh, on her saw another one chuck her over the shoulder took off her high heels started wailing these like the most intense fights i've ever seen have all been two women fighting the like insane. 
I think yes, I, meatballs is guessing that it is chip chip theft. <laughs> chip, chip theft. Um, in Toronto, there was a bar called Bistro. I think five two eight or something like that. Like it had like it was a great shitty dive bar. I would take both of you there. We would get blackout drunk. Chris and I would end up in some sort of intellectual knife fight. Ashley would end up in an orgy with a bunch of witch queens. Anyway, um, it's a compliment. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I was walking in there and I saw a girl get... Guess who now wants to be in an orgy with a bunch of witch queens? Um. Ashley. Um, I saw one woman throw another woman up the stairs and while that happened, the woman who was being thrown, her shoe fell off and the woman who threw her then picked up the shoe and threw it at that person and then just went... <laughs> What was it? It was like it was something like "Stay away from Brad, Monica." It was just the most right. least names you'd hear for people fighting. You're like you're you're a Monica and you got swung on. That's wild, man. Every gentrification has changed this neighborhood. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh. um, there is actually, if you want to get John's, into a witch orgy, John's dad has entered the chat. Wait, what is yeah. <laughs> Old Stephen A. Singh oh, yes. dropped by to let you know that you should be wearing the Martha coffee it's hat. In the, it's in the laundry. It just I love hour. that your dad always just comes in to criticize your attire. I mean, yeah. It's just, he's, uh, in many ways, he just wants to, because he's the one who gave me that hat. It's it out there, you know what I mean? It is a nice hat. It's a nice orange. But it's in the wash. He's on an airplane. John, there's something going on with your mic <clears throat> microphone. There's is like it? a crackling that happens every time you speak. Is it better now? No. Yes. Oh, oh, that's that might be on your end then, Chris. If Ashley's... Oh, okay, maybe because I'm only I'm only getting it from John and not from Ashley. Weird. Is Still getting, getting it because if if not, then I'll I'll shut yeah, up. I was just worried about it. I thought it I'm, might go away. I'm I'm hearing you okay at the moment. Oh, okay, oh. cool. It must it must just be something going on with my my setup then. That's fine. I just wanted to double check. Um, I what were we talking it. about? John's dad is a uh, uh, judgmental, and we love it. Yes, but <laughs> apparently it's for a good reason. That is true. I mean, He's jealous of your attire. So we all should be. I, my dad's just upset that all of my, my all of my pants don't feature little American flags. Chris, you really missed something in Edinburgh this year, which was my dad's debuting of. His I missed story. your dad. I didn't get to meet your dad in Edinburgh. You didn't meet my mom though. If I no, met your mom though, and and she and I fell in love. <laughs> Just, there's no, it's yeah. very easy to fall in love with my mom. She yeah, I could have called that. Was, the best. It was truly wonderful. <laughs> just, yeah, just popped in with her little knapsacks fresh from the archives. Oh my God, it's the best. It was great. That's <laughs> it, by the way. I think I am going to do the fringe. I think this is my last one. For the love of God, could they just, could the fringe society just pretend like they just don't want to just fucking kill us? Like it's the most like, <laughs> what the fuck? God? Like, do anything like, even like they're just like last year was great we're moving forward and it's like what the city was covered in garbage and everyone went insane yeah it was it was an interesting year yeah. i feel like that's gonna happen again i think that's gonna happen again this year because they won't have sorted out the bins no i mean yeah i feel like i will be in a better place because i'm not gonna be fucking uh, reliving my friend's death every fucking day but still i think it's gonna yes that's one in that I don't yeah. think, I think I'm the only one going. What is this? Oh, that's just a, um, that is a, yay. <laughs> uh, that's that's a link to an Aubrey Plaza movie that Ashley's going to absolutely adore. Is it called, uh, called Orgy to the Witch Queens? When you were talking about orgies with witch queens, <laughs> I was like, there's a movie about that. <laughs> In the Middle Ages, a young servant fleeing from his master takes refuge at a convent full of emotionally unstable nuns. 
<laughs> Introduced as a deaf man, a deaf mute man, he must fight to hold his cover as the nuns try to resist temptation. <laughs> that is... <laughs> that is absolutely my movie. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, I... You know how I've been watching movies? That's right. Allegedly. Um, yeah. Allegedly, I've been watching some movies. Um, I Ashley. decided I was going to try and watch all of the Oscar-nominated Best Picture movies. And the first one I went to watch, I, I had already seen Banshees of Inishir and Everything and Everywhere All at Once and one of the other ones I can't remember right now. This is the fourth one that I've watched, but it's the first one since the Oscars uh, nominations came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Top Gun Maverick, that was the other one. <laughs> um, I That movie is so much better than it had any 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 right so to be. Listen, it, say what you want about Scientology. Tom Cruise knows how to fucking make a knows movie. Knows how to fucking make a movie. Like, God damn it. Like, um, the, I, the original Top Gun, I thought, was absolutely terrible. But uh, the new one... Whoa, whoa. Was... <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, this fight happens. I'm going to go to the washroom. I'll be right back. Um, we what have a you, race. So I'm, I'm well, going to think about that while we hit the race. Welcome to the Untitled History with John and Chris and Ashley. Stick around and give us a follow. You are awesome. Ship's coming into port, Ashley. That sounded like a tuba. Um, Who rated us? My internet's Um, Matt Blair. Matt Blair has rated us. Matt Blair. Welcome into Matt Matt Blair's viewers. I like that. And Matt Blair Blair himself. Matt Blair's a Um, a good boy. He's a good man. The original Top Gun is a terrible movie. I have never felt a soundtrack be shoved down my throat so aggressively. What? 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 What were you expecting from a movie called Top Gun? The new one. <laughs> the new one only works because of the nostalgia and glory of the old one. The old I, one I totally crazy. understand that the new one That's only works because of the existence of the first one. The first but that one, does not mean that the first one is good. I disagree. The first one is insane, nope. therefore amazing. It makes no sense as a film. You it makes no sense. The soundtrack is shoved down your throat. The soundtrack is glorious. And guess where you are yes, headed? But it's, the it is played zone. repeatedly it's, at points that make no sense. What, you want them to fly silently? No, I just, like... (laughs) It's not even during the flight scenes. The flight scenes are are the only reason that movie had any weight as a movie. But the scenes where he's talking to a woman or or any of of the rest of the scenes are dog shit in terms of the music being there. Are you drunk right now? <laughs> That's what I thought. I've never I understand been so unnerved by you before. I listen, I want you to I want you to know. That was a moment of pure derangement and I am all... scared and I really want Chris to come back. Why? When I uh accused you of drinking you... I don't feel safe. Why no Um <laughs> Movie Top Gun is glorious, and here's why. It shows the true power of friendship and the true power of volleyball. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I was listening to all that thanks to the magic of Bluetooth technology. I stand by it. And um, Ashley made some really good points about how uh, the that what you acknowledged that the second one is only good because of the existence of the first one, but that doesn't make the first one good. There's I, I don't like the first Top Gun either. Thank you. But I don't. Thank you. What do Thank you not like about it? I love. I always. I loved Maverick. I thought it was supposed to be stupid. Like it's the thing of you watch it. It's the most eighties action movie ever. It makes no. They full fucking blue light against a wall for no reason. There is the there's something about it. Do, it lacks the fun of those other bad ones, like Roadhouse and Point Break. It doesn't have the like joy that I get from the other movies. It just doesn't connect with me that way. Like it's yeah, it's all the things that it should be, but it doesn't. It just doesn't fire those synapses. It Anybody that is in Kirsten's position that hasn't seen it and is dreading having to watch, it, I will say the first the first one like strap the fuck in. It's not fun. I disagree. It's very but, fun. But you you will watch it and then you will watch the second one and you will you will be angry at yourself because of how much you will enjoy it. <laughs> I have no memories of the first one aside from all the scenes that are regularly spoofed, mm -hmm. um, and so I don't think you have to have seen the first one at all. You get it. It's not a complicated story. It's yeah. not the fucking Sopranos. <laughs> You can yes, jump sir. in in the middle. I can quickly explain to it. In in the first one, he has a friend. In the second one, he's with that friend's son. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and they make that so clear. They make that yeah. very obvious. Sure. I have not. Anyway, my original point that I was trying to get to was that I have watched the film, the recent remake of All Quiet on the Rest Western Front. <gasps> Correct. That looks harrowing. It's what was that like. I regret every minute. <laughs> Whoa! Um, I, of Kaiser oh, film? I nearly turned maker. it off four times. Yeah, because it's 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 really difficult to watch. I so yeah, um, war war is bad. War is what it is. It's it's incredibly. It. Say that again. Everyone's going like this movie is so hard to watch. It's brutal. Like there's huge controversy it's over it being nominated. Absolutely. Like I will never unsee it. Oh, um, it really upset me. And the only reason <laughs> I kept watching it, the, I can't believe that famously grim portrait of the bleakness of war is a grim watch. <laughs> um, it's, it, 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 it really just kind of showcases the worst of humanity. Mm. That's like Which is the that's the book, you know. These things happened, and that even though they've kind of been jumped up for cinematic value, it's not really an over exaggeration. Oh. It's it's really really disgusting, actually, and I kind of wish I had turned it off. Um, the only reason I didn't is because it was nominated for sound design and the sound design is incredible. Mm. Um, and that's kind of the only reason I kept watching it, but I, I paused it several times because I felt like I was going to get sick. Mm. I'm uh, glad I wasn't watching it in a cinema. It felt like diluted on my screen a little bit. Sicker, you were absolutely <laughs> incorrect. Uh, Enemy at the Gates is a fun romp for the whole family, <laughs> and uh, Rachel Vice has sex in it. So yeah, it was. Does she? 
uh, I think it's Rachel Vice, isn't it? Um, and it's just like they're lying on their side in the in the camp with like they're all sleeping on the floor, and then she just mm. like pulls her pants down a little bit, and he just opens his fly, and they just have like uncomfortable sex on a floor. Ew. Yeah. I it has made me reconsider my plan to watch all of the films because apparently there's quite a few of the other Oscar-nominated Best Picture movies that don't look that fun. Uh, uh, Triangle I'm, of Sadness. I'm not excited. I'm not okay, excited by that title. Are, I don't know what it's just, about, but it's, it's called Triangle of Sadness. Sounds like yeah. you just made up a movie. That doesn't sound like a real movie. Triangle. That's, that's of an Sadness. Oscar-nominated movie. I yeah, mean, people raving about it. I gotta tell you, I am so done with after last year when. They didn't walk out and kick Will Smith out. Fuck off, Oscars. You stink. Also, I've got to say, as someone who lives in Los Angeles, they now the fucking Hollywood Boulevard's fucking shut down. Mm. And just actually, the sunset traffic is going to be so bad right in front of the In N Out Burger. That's really good. And you know what? I've been fucked enough this year. It's it just started. <laughs> when we say we think you should watch more movies, we don't mean these movies. Fair That's point, right. David. Or <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. yes, I really need to watch some other movies. Uh, oh, I've been I've been keeping a list of the movies that I watched last year. Let me see if there's any standouts that actually can that Chris and I curate a a month of movie watching for you called the UTS Film Festival, and then you review all of the movies. We give you I feel like that's actually a very good plan and everybody else can watch those movies along with us. I so, would like to request that those movies are available on streaming services that I can actually not have to pay for. Have you watched Beavis <laughs> and Butthead do the universe? Oh, great question. I am not going to watch that. It's so fun. <laughs> should it's watch so it. fun. It's the opposite actually, of All Quiet on the Western Front. Actually, it's it was so fun. Should, you should watch, you should start with Beavis and Butthead Do America and then Beavis and Butthead Do the Universe. Beavis and Butthead Do America has no right being that good and it fucking so good. rules. It rules. I Can I watch it on Prime, Netflix, Disney Plus, or Movie? I don't know. I don't know. You're in another country, so you have a different um, bunch of movies. Sure. I live in Canada. I live in America. I am so tired, and the I just heard the garage opening. You just forgot what country you lived in. <laughs> Certainly did. I heard the garage open, and I was like, "What the fuck is that noise? Is something up with the cats?" And I'm like, "I was." I go. Ones that are on my list are. There we go. Point Break, Tombstone. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Roadhouse. What was the other one? The um. Oh, yeah. You, so you only just on mentioned Roadhouse. You haven't the mentioned it before, so I didn't have it there. But oh, uh, the other one was the. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Oh, it's one that you've mentioned a few times. The Birdcage? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Birdcage. You might hate yeah. that, but it's great. I'm sure I will, but it's one of the ones you tease me about never having seen. So, so. <laughs> I was really going for the I'm going to prove you guys wrong vibe. <laughs> Nathan Lane in the Birdcage? Strap. What? Just a splash of color. Oh, come on. It's the best. The, wait, by the way, the strap in for Baldy Tombstone is hot garbage. Yeah. I'm, oh, 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 I had no doubt that it was. It's the best movie ever made. That's not true. There's, there's never yeah, been and, a better movie. And yes, Meatballs are saying, okay, where were, okay, look, I'm sorry. I'm going to get a little bit, I'm going to get <laughs> a little right. bit classy. She's going right wide with because... it. She's going wide. <laughs> oh, I like this. I'm sorry, but I was getting teased about not having seen any of these movies and the chat fucking backed you guys up and started this rumor that I've never seen any movies. And now that I'm saying I'm going to watch these movies, you're all telling me that they're dog shit. Where were these opinions when I was getting teased for not having seen them? Yeah, it's almost like people on the internet this are... Is very talking. unfair. Like yeah, you um, you're going to... Oh my! Which Okay, Chris, let's make a bet. Which Of the four movies, Point Break? Point Road Break, 
I need to make sure I definitely watch. Yeah, you got it. Roadhouse is a is a top three. Oh, oh, okay, Point Ridiculous Break, ridiculous action movie. Homestone, Tombstone, Tombstone. What the Tombstone. fuck? Tombstone. Avita <laughs> in and the Birdcage. What what rank them, Chris? Which which do you For think Ashley? Ashley's gonna like? Yeah, I'm gonna rank them too. Uh, I think controversial. I think Roadhouse is gonna be number one. Interesting. Uh, I think. Uh, Okay, I think I think it's gonna go, and I'm ready to be very wrong about this because oh, there's God. a lot of variables. And I watched all these movies as a kid, so there's warmth in my heart that you won't have for them. I think it's gonna go Roadhouse, Birdcage, woo. Woo. Point Break, Tombstone. Woo woo. Yeah, okay. I think so. For some of them are for reasons that I don't want to quite give away. Yeah. Until you've seen it, and I'll make those. We we can that's revisit okay. this after. I'm gonna. I'm writing down you guys' predictions. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Um, John, what order do you think I will prefer them in? I interestingly, I'm gonna say, and I'm totally prepared to be wrong, and I'm pulling this directly out of mine, asshole. It's gonna go Point Break, Birdcage, Tombstone, and Roadhouse. Oh, we're flipping it on Roadhouse. That's we're gonna right. see. I think. I think. Uh, Sam, what's his name? Not Sam Neill, not Elliot? Sam Waterston, Sam Elliott. Sam uh, Elliott. I think I think Sam Elliott might flip it, and also Wade Garrett. He's the best cooler. Which one is Sam Elliott in? He's got a big he is in Roadhouse. He's, yeah, he okay. is. He's actually don't tell me too much more because it will sway me. Ashley, have you seen The Big Lebowski? No. I think yeah. you'll hate that. Yeah. I think I will too, and I think that's why I've mm. never watched it because I know a yeah. lot about it. I have heard many, many of the references. I've been to bars that are themed around it. I hate uh, all of that. It's just a great, it's just a really fun way of doing a film noir, but I, and I hate the mm, culture around it. I think I've seen a few clips and stuff as well, and I've always mm. just been like, it's not for me, I don't think. But you know what? Do you want me to watch it? I'll, I'll put it up. No, there are other there are other ones that I'd rather put on the list yeah. than that, because that feels like a slam dunk that you'll hate it. Okay. Yeah. I would also be interested to make you watch like some of the weird documentaries that I love, like the Morton Downey Jr. documentary. It was the uh, basically he was like the first Bill O'Reilly or now Piers Morgan or Nigel Farage? I don't yeah, want to watch that. No, it's that's very John. I want to really wallow in the depths of humanity. That. It's not wallowing; it's understanding, learning, growing. <laughs> you know, it uh, was way I better than I don't need to understand that because I've grown up as a woman. You know, it was really oh, fun. The last Charlie's Angels. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I watched I watched the last Charlie's Angels the other day, the one from 2019. Very the fun. one with um Kristen Stewart. Yeah. What? I've watched that too. It's, it's really good. fun. I watched it's it. Really it was fun. like a great movie to watch with my dad. I had no idea this was a thing. When did this happen? Great. 2019. Everyone hated it. Everyone was shitting on it. I don't know why. It was really good. It was, I mean, for it was... what it is. For Charlie's Angels, which is inherently fluff. It's not you watch the ones with fucking Drew Barrymore and Lucy Lou and camera deals they're dog shit they're fun but they're not good they're fun movies. and iconic but they are not good movies yeah no, but the latest, also, it's just very fun it's not like it's not gonna blow anyone's mind it doesn't change a genre but it's just good they just do a good job of a fun thing yeah they're basically i i always think they're like they're sort of they're sort of austin powers-esque like they're so bad <laughs> <laughs> I should say I made that reference. I've never seen Oscar Austin Powers. <laughs> oh wow! That you want to talk about a movie that oh, there's no fuck. way stands up. 
there's no. no way it was definitely I don't want to say it. I've seen too many clips so of it, badly. and I do not want to watch it. It makes me violently uncomfortable. I mean, Ashley, do you really want to see a movie that gave uh, pop culture three years of people just walking up to other people and going, do I make you horny? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> baby. Yeah, I, I mean, that is I, I saw it come up on Netflix the other day, and I watched the trailer or the clip thing that it plays automatically, and I was just like, no, 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 no. I will never see that, and I'll be okay with it. <laughs> you say that, though. That movie still, I remember, like, that movie when I was fucking 12. Shit. My pants oh, were... Oh, like, my God. Was, when he gets caught in the cart, and he's the wrong way oh, in the hall? I was about to bring up this, the fucking... <laughs> oh, fine. Tom oh, Arnold not necessarily playing a cowboy who talks him through strength. I, really, I, I, don't, I don't go for to work for. Yeah. I do, I do not go for silly. Um I find silly really difficult. I must hate this show then. I I will say this show has challenged me a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I find silly really difficult and I mean there's you you guys must know this though because i just freeze sometimes i just don't know how to interact with you guys sometimes. yeah 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 we've, we've um, seen it it happened earlier it. in the show it happened it, during the trophy it's thing. happened several times in the show <laughs> the, the, the i really struggle but i you guys are palatable for me and it helps challenge this Thanks, we love you too. that's really yeah. uncomfortable yeah. <laughs> it's working for you for over two years uh, <laughs> yeah. um can i just say this more of an Irish sentence more than I don't go for silly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I feel like that's something well, George Bernard to... Shaw said to somebody. Once. Yeah, I feel like that's something that Jerry Adams said to somebody. You mean before. George or... Bernard Shaw? Yeah, oh, Bernard. He insisted that it be pronounced it's, Bernard. It's Bernard. He's a big fan of Bernard, Bernard. Manning. Um, I said this to a friend of mine the other day, and he suggested that I I watch the film Airplane. Uh, nineteen eighty. Yes, yes. Silly. I will. I I watched the trailer, and I really can't stomach the idea of watching it. It's you have everyone to watch. Be, it's everyone be quiet right now. If my father is still watching this stream, he is at his house in Houston, Texas. And he's in another room with his now wife, and he is just saying phrases from airplane <laughs> to her out of context. That is guaranteed. She is chopping something, I assume, and he has just walked in and gone, it's a bad week for me to stop sniffing glue. Completely out of context. 100%. I would bet the fucking farm on it right now that he has just said uh, smoking and then expected to be handed a smoking ticket. You seem tired. That's true. I'm going to watch Airplane. I, I want to watch it. Sports are over. <laughs> I watch it. Do you know what's really funny is that he said that, and then I was meant to go to the cinema on Monday, and it was one of the films that was randomly they they just randomly show older films, Austin, and that was Austin. one of the films that was there. Oh, and I was, I, I would love I was to watch that gonna, in movie theater. I was gonna, I was meant to be going with somebody, but they ended up oh. canceling on me. Oh, uh, <laughs> watching in a movie theater and laughing. At the dumbest movie ever made. I think it would have been nice would, to go and see it adore. with somebody in a cinema. Oh, um, so but... <laughs> Autopilot. <laughs> let me ask you. So me ask you aren't you Kareem Abdul Jabbar? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
good for him. It's also there's a very deep basketball reference that there's no way Ashley's gonna understand. That's so a part of that whole thing. <laughs> um, Chris, next time you see my mom, Ashley can do it too. Just drop a surely you can't be serious because let me tell you what's coming right back at you. Yes, I am serious. Yeah. And don't call me Shirley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can we end the stream and now just go watch airplane together as well? Like actually seriously watch it and actually videotape your reactions. I guarantee you. And Ashley, blood Ashley, oh my god, it's so funny. And actually, it's it's aside from being the silliest goddamn things ever made. It's genuinely like a masterclass on how important it is to play comedy straight. Yeah. To absolutely never blink. Never smile at the camera. You just you mean everything so, you say in this goddamn movie, and that's why it's so funny. So, Airplane is the movie that made Leslie Nielsen go from a quote unquote kind of like a weird B movie leading. Yeah, there, right there. That yeah. movie. <laughs> I remember being like seven years old, and Airplane was on television, and my mom, I was like, "What are we gonna do tonight?" She's like, "We're watching Airplane," and I was like. <laughs> Shut your mouth, little boy. It's time for you to talk. <laughs> so st- I still think the best line, though, it is what a week for <laughs> um, picked a hell of a week to stack sniffing clips. <laughs> I I will watch it. It's it's I, I love won't I, enjoy I, it. I know I won't enjoy you it. You might enjoy parts it. of it. You'll enjoy like parts is, of it. Because also it's actually it's one of those things, it's like watching like it's so done with love and joy how stupid yeah. it is. Like there's a scene where there's a woman being hysterical and, it, and like someone's <laughs> speaking or something goes out of the way. I'm a doctor. And it's just, it's, it makes no sense whatsoever. It's all like a thousand sketches. You, it, can you please, while you're, while you're watching it, can you text us in the group? I will do that. Minute reactions? <laughs> it's so stupid. I love it so much. I can't wait to watch it tonight. I'm very excited. You know, when, the, when the kids are drinking coffee, I assume you're just going to throw some of your possessions out the window. <laughs> <laughs> i will i will give you a, a minute by minute update <laughs> oh my god okay what are other uh... <laughs> <laughs> they, they bought their tickets they got on the plane i say let them die <laughs> oh, no. oh, yeah man. i think at patty's patty's making a good point here that it's not maybe, it's maybe watch it not, with someone because you need to kind of get lost in the giggles with it. Like it builds sure. and builds and builds and builds. Um, like if I was with yeah. you, I would say, let's smoke a bunch of weed and watch it because holy shit. <laughs> like, I would start smoking weed again to do that with you guys. I would love that. Oh, that, that would be so Maybe fun. I should save it and we should do this as our reunion <laughs> event. Just don't watch an airplane and just not stream it because I would totally do that. <laughs> just fuck the listeners completely. <laughs> <laughs> and to everyone saying naked gun and hot shots, absolutely. Absolutely. Naked and I'm actually going to throw this out there. Hot shots part deux for me. Are they other movies? Mm, certainly yeah, are. Other, yeah, they're other, but they're all they're equally silly. So if you don't like Airplane, you won't like these. Oh, um, actually, I, I I actually disagree. Naked Gun is even more stupid than like Naked Gun is criminally insanely and, stupid. And, and OJ Simpson. Naked Gun has OJ Simpson in it, which is jarring. But yeah, really uh, jarring. he spends the whole movie just getting the shit kicked out of him. He doesn't <laughs> win once the whole time. He gets hit by a bus. He gets Very stabbed. Dark. He gets shot a bunch of times. He gets thrown off a boat dragged under a car for a hundred miles 
It's uh, they really beat the hell out of that guy. There is a sequel to Airplane. Yeah, Airplane Two. Don't do that. Airplane Two. Do that. The no, sequel. Do not watch do that. that. No, that's not a good idea. Um, also, this is a dark factor about Airplane that may make you like it, uh, Ashley. Is that the guy who wrote Caddyshack and Animal House saw it and uh, thought it was so stupid that he went to Hawaii, did a bunch of cocaine, and killed himself because he thought comedy had left passed him by. Wow, yeah, Doug Kenny. Oh dear! I've invented imagine, the. Uh, imagine National making Netflix. Caddyshack and being upset. Caddyshack was another one you guys dumb. said. <laughs> oh God! I got I want to have a. I want to have a thing called Ashley uh, Ashley Fest, and it's a film festival of silly movies that I know you hate. And it's two screens. Oh. One screen is the movie. The other yeah. one is just your face, just like. Yeah. I was thinking the exact same thing. Just unimpressed just Ashley face. Like or or bored. I could just I could just like set up a camera and stream myself with no sound. That's so funny. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you what character actually you're gonna fucking hate, and that is Chevy Chase in Oh my god, Discord watch party. We might need to set this up. Yeah, uh, I think we Chevy Chase in Caddyshack is everything you hate about the male of the species. Like every like. When he, I want to see your face when he goes. Man, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't understand that, but I already will when we watch. You'll, like, you're gonna hate Caddyshack. I think, we, I think we should watch Airplane. If we're gonna do a Discord watch party, and I have no idea how to set that up, yeah, we should I watch can Airplane. Set it up. If you can set that up, yeah. this week isn't. This week is hell for me. I have to go to Moncton. But I have next, to move, and I have a very uh, big job interview and a wedding this week. So yeah, this week isn't this good week? for me. We, we it, also <laughs> don't have a stream next weekend for all the above reasons. That's yeah, right. oh yeah, yeah. We should tell everyone there's no stream next weekend because Ashley is moving, John is traveling, and I am going to Mexico. So uh, like none of us are here. There's nothing. There's nothing to be done. We apologize Chris, for living baller lives. Are um when you are down in mexico no um <laughs> i annoyingly can't remember the fucking song enough to make this question work <laughs> straight facts straight facts um, down in a west texas town of el paso Is that no song? that's not that song fuck what are the fucking lyrics to the fucking Ashley's oh i'm so song. annoyed at myself now uh, um you're trying to sing tequila because it's just tequila <laughs> No, I'm trying to sing Down in Mexico by the Coasters. Oh. Are you? Oh, that's the fucking lyric I was trying to remember. Are you going to meet a boss cat named Joe? I, I will now. Yeah. yeah. Now I will. It's the only thing you can do in Mexico now that you've found out about boss cat Joe. And everyone that I meet the same Joe, I'm going to be like, oh, here you're a real boss cat. And then they're just not going to talk to me anymore. And that'll be fun, too. <laughs> well... I just I just couldn't remember that one fucking line, but you know, um I think you should find him. He wears mm. a purple sash and a black fust <laughs> a black mustache. <laughs> Chris, are you going to an all inclusive? No, I've got an Airbnb. I was going I was going to do an all inclusive because I like the idea of doing nothing and never having to worry about anything, but they were all either like kind of crappy or five thousand dollars yeah because it's right. pretty last minute because the problem is it's canadian winter and let me tell you where every fucking canadian is right now actually if yeah. you ever want to uh, have a real caddyshack experience uh but in real time go to an all-inclusive resort in mexico between the months of december and march and a bunch of people from ontario are going to be real one racist. person got the reference one person i'm not uh, a big posters yeah. guy and you got to go uh 
make sure to go to an adults only. I was reading a lot of like reviews of different uh, all inclusives while I was doing research, and uh, definitely go to an adults only one. But then visit when you get um, bored, <laughs> visit a family one, and then just remind yourself how great it is to not have kids. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and that's um, that, look the that song was a, a a movie reference, and two people in the chat got it. So what movie? One of those weird death art movies. Death death proof, Tarantino's yeah. death proof. That's that that that's the only uh, Tarantino I've never seen. Me too. I've it never is seen. my favorite. Oh, actually, it I is, haven't seen his last one either. It is What's my favorite. Yeah, so I won't watch it. Movie. I will watch it. Death because Death Proof is the one. With I'm going to watch all of your shitty movies, and you guys I'll are going to watch Death Proof. I can watch Death Proof. Oh, no, happily, happily. I just never. Death got Proof is one of my favorite movies of all time. It is one of the best soundtracks to a film I think of all time. Um. It's, it's, I love it. I, I love it so much. When, I remember when Grindhouse came out, people like were so affronted that they did that. The 2000s was such a shitty decade in every fucking describable measurement. Like just a cultural wasteland. Yeah. How are you going to talk about Lance Bass like that? I mean, I said, I said what I said. And also, I don't think it would be, I mean, it was more of a Clay Aiken decade. I meant his acting career. Uh, Wait, are we talking about the noughties or the 2010s? The noughties. The 2010s were, if anything, just a fucking thrill ride of insanity. I think Thr the noughties had their charm. What, 9-11? Listen, we all enjoyed 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> like, Manning, when we you're right, you're right. <laughs> um, I am right. <laughs> yeah, this people were very excited about it, and uh, my favorite thing to came. I haven't seen either of the Grand House movies, uh, but I love the. Um, I love that a commercial for Machete turned into a full movie. <laughs> I like that the, a commercial for a uh, hobo with a shotgun launched oh, yeah, two different. Do you guys know why Death Proof is a movie? Uh, Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino wanted to bring back old double bill, ultra violent. Yeah. 50s driving movies or something sand was it I about assume, sand I assume they, do, they were women doing, with I guns for legs was it about doing, that were they doing coke and then they were and there's no one said no until it was too late that's right it was cocaine i forgot that was the reason they put it they, <laughs> the they whole got a special thanks movie, at the end of the movie yeah the whole movie was uh made for zoe bell who i don't know if you know who zoe bell is but she was uma thurman's stunt double for the kill bill movies mm. oh, and yeah. they fucking loved working with her so much that quentin tarantino just wrote a movie where she could do whatever fucking stunt she wants mm. and so there's a scene in death proof you'll know it it's like she's on a car and that's that doesn't give away too much but you'll see the scene and she's fucking doing that stunt at full yeah. speed like it's insane and the whole movie just exists because he wanted an excuse to to work with zoe ball like properly and she doesn't even she's not even playing a character she is just in the movie as zoe ball mm -hmm. zoe bell i saw <laughs> david Hoare say zoe ball and it confused me her name is zoe I know bell. That's, uh, fat boy slim's wife yeah. or ex-wife probably <laughs> Yeah, Zoe I, Bell. Nice lady. Very nice lady. So, Fatboy Slim has been brought up. I was watching uh, Dairy Girls, by the way. Hard recommendation. Everyone watch Dairy so Girls. Good. So, so good. good. It's good. It's good. Yeah. It's so crazy when Tommy Tiernan's the least funny person on a fucking TV show. Anyway. I know, right? Was, still great. Still great. Perfect. Was Fatboy Slim that big? They portray Fatboy Slim being yeah, like, he was fucking it, man. Like, the he Beatles. Yeah. 
he was, like, he was fucking gigantic. Like I remember, like the Rockefeller skank or whatever that uh, mm. that song is that what it was called? Yeah, yeah. brother, right about that's insane. I, did, I had no idea. Yeah, he was huge. He was yeah. um, also uh, got to got to see him. He did a because he lives in Brighton, so he played a surprise unannounced gig at the nightclub that I worked at on my one night off. And I remember my Ooh. brother Brendan was working. I got him a job. He came out to live with me in the UK for six months when he graduated high school. And um, and he just he just sent me a text. He was like, "Come come to audio right now." And I was like, "I'm t- I'm, I'm gonna watch Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. I'm tired. Oh, I don't I, fucking six, baby. I don't want to go to the place that I work." And he's like, "I'm not kidding, and I'm not telling you why. Get here right now, right now." And I was like, "Fine, fuck." Brendan doesn't insist on anything. He's a very relaxed person. Right. Oh. And then I walked in and he was like, and I was like, is that fat boy slim? He went, told you. I was like, nah, fair enough. Let's go. Here we go. <laughs> he was having the most fun. Him and DJ Jazzy Jeff are the two people I've seen have the most fun performing of anybody ever. They are, no one is enjoying their work more than those two guys. I'm going to say this right now. Fat boy slim is the best part of the HBO. Um... Sean is, is dressed as life aquatic. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, Fat Boy Slim is the best part of the Woodstock '99 documentary, where they talk about a truck driving into the um, uh, into like the rave cave, mm. and just how insane it was. And he was like, "Listen, I've, I've been in some fuck situations, but like, how the fuck did you get a tractor in the fucking tent?" Yeah. <laughs> what I love about mo- like about fifty percent of all British celebrities just turn out to be posh people, and then the other fifty percent are just like a guy who would be selling you a ladder in a pub garden, but it turns out they can fucking make a beat. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like, because we I can know. is the best part of Moulin Rouge. It's fucking a vibe. No, the best part is John Leguizamo running around like a loot, dressed as a loot, going, I only tell the truth. I only that, tell the truth. That's the okay, best part. That, that does contend <laughs> for the best part. <laughs> yeah, I have a question. Was, El- was Elvis nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars? No. I think so. Yeah, I think it it's, was. It's a lot of movie. That's what I walked away from that. Yeah. Like, that was that was a very much movie. What did you think of it? I loved it. I but like it, it, was, it was fucking nuts. Like it was just like it's I was like nuts. every time because they just focused on so many weird things. And it was also like they embellished a story that I was like, they didn't need to embellish this. Like, it was exhausting. It's exhausting to watch. Um, it's so. Yeah, okay. it What's is. His name? Rob Bebenek. What's the name of that director? Baz Lerman. Baz Lerman. Yeah, he's. It's the most. It's the it's most Baz Lerman fucking. No, Moulin Rouge is the most Baz Lerman thing. Ever. No, because this really just like pulls it out and tries to like it's like he's trying to hypnotize you with every third shot. I really, I really feel like Romeo and Juliet is the most Baz Luhrmann. <laughs> that movie rules. That, that movie's movie. so good. The movie does rule. Everyone, I just want that Hawaiian shirt. Um, that movie does rule. Also, that movie really points that Paul Rudd is a vampire because he looks the same. Mm. He looks the same, and he's like seventeen in that. Yeah, that movie. Crazy. Same with Clueless. You watch Clueless and you forget that Paul Rudd is the stepbrother. It's insane. Paul Rudd. That was 96? Wow. That's almost 30 years ago. I don't, I do not think I'm going to end up seeing all of these movies, but. I mean, I got to tell you, the Academy Awards, especially now because they try and like make it so they actually pick popcorn films, it just seems like a drudge because it's like, it's like fucking like, 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 art gentlemen, listen to flowers. 
And then the next movie is like explosion time with Bill Penis. Like it's just so <laughs> I, fuck. I kind of like don't that, though. want to watch something called Triangle of Sadness. I mean, I was, unless what? that's what you we don't changed the name of this show to. You don't want to watch Sad. Pick yeah. a thing out. <laughs> what do you no. want? <laughs> yeah. Don't uh, cry. Just you the don't. perfect in between, please. <laughs> it's called Banshees of Insurance. It's the Banshees of Insurance, yeah. <laughs> it's the halfway point of silly and bleak. I'm yes. literally saving the Banshees of Insurance for my flight to Australia or to my flight to England. I'm fucking jacked. That's the big Say the note. name of the movie again, John. Banshees of Insurance. <laughs> you don't know how to say Insurance, do you? Not there is a scene, John. Can you can you turn off? Take off your headphones for a second. I want to talk about a scene with Ashley that that you're not allowed to hear. Anybody who anybody else who has not seen the movie, yeah, if you haven't seen Banshees, tune out. We'll mute, wave when we, when you come back. Um. So the bit where he's going to he goes over there and it seems like he's about to kill the dog. Yeah. And there's that tension of like, don't fuck it, don't kill the dog, man. Then, he's not going to. And though. then. But that, I think that John's going to be so fucking tense that he's going to hurt the person sitting next to him <laughs> on the plane. <laughs> okay. Okay. Come back. Come back. Okay. That's a good prediction. Right? Yeah, that's definitely sure. going to happen. Yeah. That's definitely going to happen. We're just, I just wanted one specific scene in the movie that I think is going to affect you deeply. It's going to oh, affect sure. you, John. Sure. And I the, mean, whole, the whole plane's going to know about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't. I don't know the amount of um, uh, edible marijuana products I take for an international flight at this point. Like, I'm pretty muted. Like, it's. Mm, it's, it's. I feel like that's going to feed what we were talking about. Oh, great! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will find out together. I'm. I'm just. A, you know what? I'm just happy that Brendan Gleeson just. You know, he's just having a nice career. It's just nice. Yeah. And so I and Colin Farrell. I think Colin Farrell's been overdue some credit. Yeah, um, there's a, I mean, there's a couple of things with like when he was in that, that strange beast, Fantastic Beasts. What? I don't know if you saw that, but like JK, the Harry Potter prequel mm -hmm. thing. Oh, yeah. Um, he was in that, and I was a bit like, I don't think I'm ready for Colin Farrell yet. And then, uh, but then he, he came back in. Have you wonderful. ever seen the movie Phone Booth? Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. I thought it was Absol great. Absolutely oh. ridiculous film. This is the problem. I saw it in theaters. I saw it when it came out. <laughs> Chris just decides that certain things aren't fun and it's really annoying. Like he'll just be oh, in the same way that he'll be like, This is a real thing. And you're like, the fucking Loch Ness monster isn't fucking. The Loch Ness monster's in there. Oh. Where there's mounting proof. There's mounting proof. <laughs> I got your fucking mounting proof right here, motherfucker. Phone <laughs> is stupid and good. Thank you, Tuck. Yes, Maybe I, I have to watch it again. Maybe I was this, I was, a, I I was you, particularly I'm, pretentious when it came. Oh out. my god, that so, movie I think is really fun, and I am, it's a good I'm, movie. Yeah, who's okay. the other, maybe who's I'll, the other I'll watch that. I'll put that on my list. Do it's, it because it's it's Colin Farrell. Who's the other person in it? Um, I, feel, I, I cannot oh, remember. It's a while since I watched it. I saw it when I went. I attended Ottawa U. Oh yeah. <laughs> Inside Man, I went. I rewatched that. It's oh yeah, it is. Awesome. It's Keeper Sutherland. Keeper Sutherland is. It's Keeper Sutherland, and what's his face is in it as well. Um, Phone Booth, Mister Booth, to you. Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> oh yeah, Whitaker. one of the main Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker had a, a career assance when he was in the Shield, yeah. and he was Edie Amin. Woo! 
And um, don't forget uh, Ghost Dog, um, an all-timer. He was one. Uh, you you I... guys haven't seen Ghost Dog about a criminal who not. follows the way of Bushido? No. This is it's, very pretentious. It's so fuck. funny. It's really weird and very good. Is and it? it's Forrest Whitaker who plays like a, a car thief who follows Does the he? way of Bushido. <laughs> it's, is he? There's, there's a an Italian gangster who does all of Flava Flav's rap from one of Public Enemy song. No, no. Go fuck uh, yourself. No, it's no. crazy. It's crazy. Oh no, he's not. No, he's an assassin. He's not a car thief. He's an assassin. Oh, that makes all the difference in the world. Thank you, yes meatballs. Thank you very much. Ghost Dogway the Samurai is dope. It is very dope. It's a fucking great movie, and I can't wait to watch it again. Mm, we'll see. I'm not Ghost putting Arch it on shows, the list. If it comes up, it comes up. Actually, are you going to watch any of these movies this week? Or are we going to have a review of A Punt, right? I would commit to it if it wasn't for the week that was in it. Um, oh, yes, it it's a busy week ahead. But that you... might mean that I need some downtime. So we'll see. Um, but I might try and get at least one of them in. Will well, you... I'm going to be in the last two weeks of February. I'm just going to have an apartment in Montreal. And my time will be my own. So mm. if any of those days work for an airplane watch along... <laughs> yes, and I'm it's not fun. smooching a damoiselle. Then I'm right. Is ready. there a damoiselle to smooch on the cards? I mean, it's Montreal. There's always a damoiselle to smooch on the cards. <laughs> <laughs> that city's chock full of damoiselles. It is. It is true. Nice. It's. It's yeah. a. Uh, yeah. If you're not careful, you have to I. <laughs> I um. I recently did some smooching. Oh um, yeah! Smooch, smooch, smooch. Three minutes it, left to go on the show. You absolutely. It was. There's, it's not a huge story, but um, go on. I would like it to be known where I did it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say it in the private chat. Um, <laughs> is it the bus? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is a reference to the movie. The ladies uh, actually do not watch that movie. <laughs> the ladies' mind. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's made for that though. Every time I go in, I think people do that here. But this person was meant to be working. <laughs> were they working? Where were they? Where were they meant to be working? Ashley, put in, that in, the in that venue. Wait, but doing what though? Do you see on on um, like uh, on stage? Put, no, like uh, in in the venue for the venue. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Naughty, naughty. How? Who initiated? This is hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mm, lick oh, his teeth, John. What, lick his teeth. What is this? <laughs> hey, you really like that movie? It's an Elvis mug. Yeah. <laughs> That's an Elvis mug. Oh my gosh. This is independent. Um, like I, I just always wanted an Elvis mug. This is nice. <laughs> so um we had we had gone on a date and um they then were going to work and i um <laughs> joined them at work and was given some alcohol and uh then i did the initiating of uh, what i did first was i said are there security cameras in this hallway <laughs> Yes. yes. I wasn't question. sure if they had. I wasn't sure if they had been added since I worked. There. <laughs> it's 
That's a great question. That's a great question. You should not have answered because you just gave away where that happened. So good. Absolutely just gave the whole thing away. The more well, you know, the well, more you know. That is no. the That's it. It's UTS within Ashley? two hours. You know what? That is. Everyone's staying up. Someone brought that was one of the first times that I've said something that was meant to be for a chat. <laughs> you know what, folks? If you're here for this part of the show, enjoy it because we rarely, you rarely get to know what the private chat is. Um, we, we, to, in fairness to us, we don't fuck that up too often. No, we're really good. We're really good. I, fu- I dropped the ball once where I full said the full said the name, um, uh, but you just one time, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fun. <laughs> I said the quiet part out loud. I did, David Hoy. Um, whoopsie. What are you, a far right YouTuber? <laughs> uh, all right, I'll... let's get out of here. Let's let John sleep. Yes, um, where are we going? We don't know where Ashley's off to. <laughs> <laughs> 1030 streamed a perfect scan of his passport. <laughs> oh, no. <gasps> That's... <laughs> incredible yeah we'll we'll drop the ball once we'll talk and did drop the ball once um well there you go it wasn't it wasn't the biggest reveal i think two people had already guessed it in the chat so it wasn't a huge surprise but um i was trying to be that's fucking hilarious I mean, I gotta tell you, the amount of people that watch that Joel Domit Jackoff video, like I know more than one comedian that watched the whole thing. The whole when I, I I was at Top Secret later that day, and I was the only person who hadn't seen it. Everybody was talking about Joel Domit's Fat Hog. Oh I God. did not watch it. I I know that's that the right me. thing to do. It's very it's uncomfortable. Right. I no. If either I of you guys had a had a sex tape leaked, I wouldn't watch it either. No. No, it's no fun when you know the person. Here's the thing. Weird. I accidentally ran into porn that was made by someone that I knew who worked in porn, and I was like, ah. I watched some of it because I was curious, but then, uh, but then I moved on. It was right there. It was her job, so you know, I felt less weird about it. It's not like fair enough. You know. Yeah, that was morally reprehensible. Yeah, I just remember that um, someone pointed out that uh, the weird, the weirdest part of the whole sex tape was just they had a bunch of all of his Edinburgh posters framed behind him. Yeah, that, that's that's probably the more important. A lot part. of people have that though. Yeah, but not framed behind your where you're doing a Jack video. You know what I mean? It's uh, that, that's the thing. Yeah. He wasn't recording it for distribution. He was, yeah, but he was recording it for sexy, alluring times. Mm-hmm. With the he wasn't. He didn't know it was being recorded at all. Correct. Yeah, no, that he thought it was a live chat. He thought it was a live yeah. chat. It was a live chat. I'm more just saying, like, that if I'm a lady and I'm watching someone have a real pound on their pud, and I look behind mm-hmm. see a bunch of call it of their face, I'd be like, all right, my my bean no longer needs flicking. I don't know. Women like confidence. That's been well documented by Cosmopolitan magazine. That's I think true. Uh, I've fucked so many comedians, I probably just wouldn't have even noticed. <laughs> That's the saddest thing you've said on the show. There it is. We did it. That's the saddest one. <laughs> oh my god! Someone pay. Someone get a skywriter. I'm having that pay to be emblazoned in the sky over Edinburgh, Scotland this year. Oh my god! Oh, dear. 
Um, okay, let's leave uh, before I say anything else incriminating. <laughs> I disagree. Ladies and gentlemen, um, head on over to our Patreon where next week we'll be recording an episode with Ashley where she's giving away her NIN number. We will yeah. see. No, we won't be here next week, remember? That's right. Some of that, yeah, well, you know. Some of this is exactly we'll around. We'll be around. Watch watch this space for an airplane. Watch along. Ashley's going to organize yes. that at some point because yeah, we're jump both into the Discord if you want to join that. Um, I'm going to queue up. Uh, we're going to we're going to head over to Fox Comedy. Oh, love me some Fox. He was in earlier. Only seems right. He was uh, exactly. Thanks so much um, for coming in, everybody. Podcast listeners, fuck you, uh, viewers. We love you. Join our Patreon. The last episode was great. I thought it was a really fun one. Patreon so, was uh, fun. Our yeah, Patreon so episodes are always quite fun. I think they're really good. We name yeah, names. It's very fun. I enjoy we do uh, name names. John's going to drink a candle and die. Uh, we love you. Raid messages. I fucked so many comedians. <laughs> I wouldn't have noticed. Actually, <laughs> you're the best. You're the best. Can I Gio, love you guys too. Head to the oh, Gio, what's up? Gio, <laughs> a fucking banger. We it was an absolute <laughs> fucking. I haven't slept. Ashley's just fucking brought it. Chris is, you know, Chris. Just hanging um, out. I'm gonna go watch football. <laughs> oh dear. Okay. Here's, um. Here's an old lady talking about sex. Goodbye. Penis <laughs> into her vagina. Some people call it having sex. So the man passes the sperm to the woman, and now his sperm is in her. Maybe you're wondering if a mistake could